Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Hey guys, brand new podcast and you're going to love it. Today's guest, wait, I'm on tour. I'm on tour right now in Montgomery, Alabama, Augusta, Georgia, Charlottesville, West Virginia, Charleston, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia. That's my first week on tour. And then we pick it back up the very next week in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Peoria, Illinois. Uh, I know all these by heart, Halls, and you don't need to scroll. You know, that's how my brain works. I did a promo video. Maybe you saw it. But if I map things out, I fucking 48 years old and I find out that if I map things out, I can remember them. I all as I tell you my tour dates, I'm just doing it based on me getting the bus and where I drive to where I go like this. It's fucking bizarre. Sioux City, then we go to Austin and then we go to Tampa and then from Tampa to Orlando, Orlando to Tallahassee, Tallahassee to Jacksonville, Jacksonville to Hollywood, Hollywood to Fort Myers. Fort Myers to D.C., D.C. to Boston, Boston to New York, back to Boston. It's fucking bizarre. Watch this. Uh, I want to say it's, tell me if I'm right. I'm St. Louis. Yes. Uh, Chicago, Detroit, uh, Milwaukee. And then I think it's Minneapolis at the Orpheum. Yep. And then Rockford, Illinois, Cleveland, Ohio, Austin, Texas, Sugarland, Grand Prairie, uh, I New Orleans, and then back to Texas, Abilene, El Paso, Phoenix, two shows in Beth. Oh, no. Reading, South Carolina, Reading, Sacramento, Anaheim, two shows in, three shows in Anaheim, two shows in Bethlehem. And then I close out this tour, this first leg, New Year's Eve at the Met in Philadelphia. Isn't that bizarre? Damn. Yeah, that I, I I wish I had done this earlier in life. I found this out. This is a great podcast. I just want to share this with you. Because if you have to memorize stuff, you have a hard time memorizing stuff. This is what happened is <laughs> when I was young and I auditioned, um, I could never memorize lines. I had the hardest time memorizing lines. But what it was, I was memorizing them on a blank canvas. All I was memorizing was the page itself. I was memorizing the page. And I and I I realized when I went to Serbia and I did the machine that I would, when I would think about my lines when we were doing rehearsals and try to memorize them, I was actually thinking of the actual page and the indentations. I go, you know that paragraph that looks like this? Mm. Isn't that crazy? Very visual. And I had a re- I was really afraid I wasn't going to remember my lines. And then the very first day, we blocked a scene. And I went, oh, this is like a map. And I know that I, I, I did a post all about this. But I want to go into detail because it wasn't until I was 48 that I realized I could memorize stuff by just putting it on a visual map. And just going, it goes to this, to this, to this, to this. And then just drawing the map. By the way, I don't know where Cedar Rapids is. In, I know that Cedar Rapids is here. I know that Green Bay is here. I know Peoria. I, I think Peoria is just outside of uh, Chicago, but I don't know that. And I really don't know where Sioux City is. I think it's in, I think the map would go here to here to here to here. But I have no fucking idea. It doesn't matter. The map is the tool to get you to remember the things. And now I can memorize like crazy. So I used to have a hard time with credit card numbers. And now I can memorize credit card numbers. <laughs> 
It's like fucking changed my life. And it took me 48 years. So I'm sharing this with you. If you have a child that has a hard time memorizing, like myself, all growing up, I never could memorize anything. Maybe find this. I'm sure this is a technique online because I, I didn't discover it on my own. I mean, I, I did discover it on my own, but I'm certain that someone else has already thought this out. Or, or at least a visual way to memorize. But it's fucking amazing. Regardless, find me on tour. That was my point. Those are my tour dates. Go to burtburtburt.com. And, uh, and that's my memory technique. Uh, I hope it's, um, I hope you're having a great time. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're, uh, feeling good about yourself. I hope you are drinking this morning because this is a hard drinking podcast. I'm certain you will notice a ton of indiscrepancies in this podcast because we get inarguably blackout drunk at 10 in the morning. Yeah. At 10 in the morning, we start off, I start off with a prank. I hope that's still in there. And then we tell some off-color jokes that uh, that don't make us laugh. I, hopefully, we're going to edit one or two of those. I don't know what we're going to edit out. Um, and then Shane's like, hey, man, can I have a drink? And I was like, fuck yeah. And we start putting him back. By the way, he was on his way to go do Corolla. The whole point of Shane doing my podcast is I've had Shane on the podcast before. I love Shane. I've known Shane for a long time. <clears throat> we talk. I don't even know if we talk about the snl thing so if you're looking for the snl thing it's not here it's here oh it is yeah oh it's here we talk about it um it's not something that i'm super curious about it is a reckless talking podcast so if you enjoy oh i know why i had him on shane has a special on youtube it's live in austin full special shane gillis you can find it on youtube go watch it more importantly watch it if you enjoy it share it um tell your friends about it that word of mouth really helps he's on tour he's doing clubs so go support live comedy Find Shane, go see one of his shows, and I hope you find him absolutely hilarious on this podcast today. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my buddy, Shane Gillis. This is All right, let's play a prank on Shane, who's probably never heard this song. And when he walks in, I'm going to be playing it. Um, and tell him I just I was just messing around and just write I write songs like every now and then. He's probably. I bet he hasn't. I bet he hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Andrew said he's coming in with him right now. Really? Yeah. Me, like the wind and the rain. Me and mom. Okay, here we go. Rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Hey. All right, prank on Shane starts right. I got to stop this. My arm is actually hurting. You got a time limit on that. Yeah, I have a time limit on this. All right. So when we hear the door open, prank on Shane Gillis starts. We should probably get rid of the fucking of the screen, huh? I can hide it. You can hide it. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, the, the I by the way I'm nervous. I don't like pranks. <laughs> I don't like pranks. It's not even a prank. It's it's a kind of a prank. By the way, what the real prank would be if I played one of my songs that I wrote, like Mississippi Lickin'. Mississippi licking. 
down and down to the edge of town And mama found out and then Said run down to the holler, grab your stick And come back really quick for that Mississippi licking Mississippi licking Oh god damn it, my fucking hand's hurting so bad Do you think I'll get signed? Do you think that anyone will be like I'd do a fucking album with Bert? He can't I bet if I get him in there, do some fucking tighten up his vocals, exercise uh-huh. chords. You guys can sell an album, right? I think of, of originally written songs by Burt Kreischer. Jeremiah did it. Did he? Jeremiah. Oh, that's right. He yeah. did. I ended up promoting that album. Yep. Um, I remember one time we were thinking about doing a song called Tito's and Speedos. Tito's and Speedos. How does it go? I don't know. Well, Make I up. only know a few chords. There so. you go. Wait. Okay, you ready? Rock me, mama, like the wick and the ring. Rock me, mama, like a southbound train. Hey, mama, rock me. What's up? I'm playing. I just wrote this song. Have you ever, what do you tell me? What you think? Okay. Rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, any way you feel. Rock me, mama, like the wind and the rain. Rock me, mama, like a southbound train. Hey, mama, rock me. What do you think? Fucking gay. <laughs> it's a it's a song it's You're good a, do you, no i know it's a real song. oh god damn it so i was like i was like i wonder if he'll know it's that we're rolling i was oh, okay. like i was like i wonder if he'll know that it's a real song yeah and then i'll come in and be like god damn it that's good Works. you are you're very good though i'm, a, I'm a pretty good i'm actually an okay guitar player i was in a band in college Sing, it leaves a little to be desired fuck that's the no, part I'm you know joking. you know i was I'm a front, i was I'm a front joking. man when in college i'm joking no, I, I'm well aware my singing needs. Trying my, to be mean. You know what's so funny? I'm shaking nervous from doing that prank. Really? Yeah, I'm not good at pranks. I oh. could not do prank shows. I am shaking nervous. Why? I have no idea. You think it's going to go bad? Like I was no, going to Belushi and just smash it? I don't like, uh, like in movies, yeah. when there's a guy lying in a movie and then and then everyone brings him in, I turn it off. Yeah, I actually fast forward through it and go. I'm done watching this movie. Like when someone's about to get caught doing something, I, I yeah. just can't watch it. I had a hard time. Um, I, I can't. I can't lie. Like if, I like if I, I can stretch the truth, I can make a story bigger. That's what I do for a fucking living. But sure. like a legit lie. Yeah. Oh, I'm bad. Really, like a real lie. Meaning like I was a, just telling my friend about that. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a bad liar, but there's been a couple times in my life where I've lied where it's been like. I was so bad at lying. Like, yeah. so, uh, I, like I, when I tried to lie, I was like, no, Oh, like, it was like, it was like, what a oh, blatant, like I, what I no. blink aggressively when I lie. Oh, by the way, I loved your special. <laughs> <laughs> this is another no, prank. Dude. You're full no, of I'm shaking again. Yeah. By the way, did you see how quick I did that? Yeah, yeah. I did it so quick. Cause I, yeah. I thought of the joke in the middle and then I was like, I was like, oh, that'd be funny. But I sincerely loved your special. Thank you. Very I sincerely much. loved yeah. your special. You liked the special Olympics joke. Like two, I've, like two years ago. I've talked about, <laughs> I've talked about that so often. Um, I want to get back to talking about lying because yeah. I, I am shaking right now, but I want to talk about your special up front because I know what people listen to this and uh, I loved how you started your special. I'm like, I'm a connoisseur of specials, meaning 
I'm very I'm hyper aware of how it's presented to the viewer. Yeah. Because I have I think in un- subconsciously people go literally watch a special like Caesar and go, "Nope." Yeah, like in the first minute. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you started you just started your thing off with a joke. Thank you. I loved it. It was yeah. such a great way to just get me going. Just go. No, you, very similar to the late and great Norm Macdonald, Hitler's dog. Yeah. Starts me with a joke. Yeah. And then the thing's in and you're in. I and then next thing you know, and this is the brilliance of that with norms especially, <coughs> next thing you know, you are 15 minutes into watching a special and didn't realize you're even it's yeah. even started. Yeah, that was all the guys who made the special. Really? Yeah, I mean I had some input, but yeah. Yeah, didn't like know- McKeever and a bunch of guys helped me make it. John McKeever, he's the guy who does the sketches with me. Oh, which one? Is he the one that he's, looks like he's really from fucking Pennsylvania? He 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 doesn't he doesn't act in a lot of them, pull, which is crazy. Up, he's in the like. cop sketch. He's the other cop. His name's John McKeever. He's like one of the more talented guys in comedy, and he Yeah, he's the man. Yeah, that's the guy. He's really fucking Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's fucking great. Dude, those I want to talk to you about. The Gilly and uh, Keeves McKeever. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. How did I not know that that was the two names? I didn't even yeah, recognize well, you stays, as Gilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gillis and McKeever. Oh, my God. So, um, but let's talk about the special. Sure. I, I, I fucking loved it. I really loved it. I, it was very loose. It felt like you were at a club. You yeah. weren't. You didn't feel like you needed to be wasn't married polished. you it, well no it wasn't but at the same time it was like watching stand-up the way stand-up yeah. were you the way you'd watch stand-up did you intend it to look like yeah, that he did mckeever wanted it like that like he filmed <laughs> those clips i put out the one the special olympics joke where it's like from the crowd a little and like intimate and uh that was yeah that was his idea and he he did it it was good i was happy with it that was that was one of my favorite one of my i was just talking to mark norman my favorite thing to do is to sit around with um, comics and talk about other people's material that they like. Yeah. Like when comics are like, oh, have you heard a uh, yeah, like, good t- joke? I, the, one of the best ones to do is, um, what's the guy's friends with Stanhope? Looks like a fucking wild man. Uh, every one of his friends? No, uh, no, not Sam, Sam Talent's one of them, but uh, there's Walsh, there's Andy Andrus. No, no, the newer. He's newer. He's younger than everyone else. Oh, I don't know. He's younger. God damn it. He's got a great Holocaust joke. Nice. How, which, what's it, how's it go? I want to get. I don't want to steal his material. I hear you. I, and I, I, would, I wish I could find it. I'll, I'd just play his material on here. Um, oh, he's got long hair. I want to say he's Native American, but he's not. Luis, there's a no. Junior Stopka. Yes. Yeah. 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 Junior Stopka has a great type in Junior Stopka. Stop a Holocaust joke and see if we can find it. It is Nothing like a good Holocaust joke. It's one of uh, look. They're it's great. The thing is, the reason <laughs> it, the reason it's so funny is my daughters were like two L's in my, Holocaust. Two L's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to find it. it. Um, but uh, my daughter said there's no such thing as a funny Holocaust joke, and I was like, hey, you can't, you can't do that. I actually got into a fight with them about it. And I was like, you can't yeah. do that. And they were like, dad, it's not funny. And I was like, no, everything's funny. Like you can find a way to make everything funny. Yeah. Rosebud Baker's got a great uh, miscarriage joke. 
Like you, everything is fucking funny. That's Junior Stopka, and uh, his joke is fucking awesome. And I, I don't want to tell it and get and fuck it up and do it wrong, and then him to be like, <laughs> yeah. "That's actually yeah," because I've done that before. But um, but okay, stop scrolling. So I'm gonna just look at the TV. <laughs> but that was the when we were saying we used your Special Olympics joke. Uh, we told it again. It was yeah. my favorite thing. We woke up on the tour bus. I think Andrew, my cousin, was like. We we're talking about uh, words you can't say and and ways to get away around it. And Andrew just goes, "Oh my god, have you seen Shane Gillis's uh, Special Olympics joke?" And I was like, "No." He was like, "It's fucking awesome." And I was like, "Shut up! What is it?" And he goes, "I'll I'll tell it to you." And he yeah, kind of started telling it. He goes, "Let's just find it." And then we sure. found it. And he was, I think you had just put it out. Yeah. And we were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> And it's like my favorite thing to do, but it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard to be able to write jokes so people can tell them back to other people. Definitely. It's also hard to like work on that, like that type of joke. Like that can go, that takes a lot of like bad sets. You feel like you're doing Rogan again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh? I thought it was funny. <laughs> you really thought that? Yeah, you, were, what? you really thought that? What? That was one of my favorite. That's like oh. the, when Joe doesn't get a joke is is almost <laughs> better than it's. It's actually better than when he gets a joke. Yeah, like because he's. I've told him so many jokes that he goes, "Why would you think that?" <laughs> like I'm just telling you. It's like, just, well, I don't think that. It's, yeah, it's funny to say you think that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, but yeah, there was but another I don't, one. I don't feel that way. There's another one in that Rogan thing that nobody caught, or maybe they took it out. I didn't watch it, but there was one where I was like, we were talking about the Night Stalker. That yeah. did, did you watch yeah, that yeah. on Netflix? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. there was a part where the Night Stalker, like, broke into an old... There was two old sisters yeah. that were, like, 88 years old. And the Night Stalker broke in in, like, the at- mid-afternoon and killed them with a hammer. And I was, I was like, isn't that... It's funny. And he was like... He was seriously... He was like, there's nothing funny about that. And I was like, I was like well, that's, that's kind of why it's funny. There's uh, literally zero funny. It's the best because because Joe does have a great sense of humor, of course. But I, he he is on such a different wavelength at times where he is. I I think sometimes he's distracted or he's thinking about m- a million things even while you're talking yeah. to him sometimes. And uh, but those are my favorite. Those are my easily my favorite yeah. is that that when you said and I just figured I'll just go on Rogan and he was like, why would you think that? <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's by the way, that's Joe. That's Joe. That's so Joe. Yeah. I've I remember saying one time I was like, I, I was, uh, this is an early appearance. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I have a joke about the UFC. I don't think you like it. You'd like it. And he goes, why wouldn't I like it? And I go, I just didn't, I wouldn't think you'd like yeah. it. And he goes, tell it to me. And so I go, um, I think, I think the UFC should change the rules and the match is over when the other guy fucks the other guy in the ass. And he goes, why? And I go, and now I'm already like, this is going horribly. <laughs> and he goes, and I go, well, I don't know. How hard would you fight if your asshole was on the line? I think the fights would be better. And he goes, yeah, it's a great joke. And I was like, but you're not laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you said why in the middle, that, I was already feeling, why? Yeah, I go. And he goes, it's a good joke. I like that joke. Why wouldn't I like that joke? And I go, and then I'm, in my head, I'm like, it's not done. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah, have yeah. more to it, but I'm not telling. It. Yeah. It's also funny to be like, well, why do you think I wouldn't like that? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. well. And I'm like, I don't know. Well, just because you're a commentator for UFC yeah. and you might see that. 
and then i remember one time i was like hold on wait can we go back to what was yours that you didn't want to say oh yeah yeah yeah, right, yeah sorry so uh but you got i got mine yeah yeah so please <laughs> <laughs> please do a black lives matter joke. black lives matter i said that the world's changing and i think it's i i go i'm being honest and this it's, uh, this is gonna go so poorly i go i think it's our responsibility especially as white people to just listen right now as much as we can and not say anything. And for me, for my part, I've been watching a lot of Wild and Out. <laughs> and it didn't end there. And it didn't end Keep there. Going. Oh, it didn't end there. Keep going. I go, uh, and I go, and personally, uh, if, if you watch enough Wild and Out, you realize it's better when the white guy doesn't talk. It's <laughs> so, it's so. Oh, that's, that's a nice that's it's, like a nice ending though it's not like nick cannon comes out anti-semitic the week i write i'm doing it and i'm like god and so now all of a sudden i it, it's just the the, the the tone has changed sure and i'm like fuck you could probably do that now no no now now i know one of the guys carlos miller really well not really well but i text with him all the time trying to i'm trying to get him to get me a car and yeah. so and I, and the i don't know if you know the 85 south show have you ever mm-hmm. seen dude there needs to be a he want to you want to break down racial barriers in this country, and this is a real thought for a second. This is a real thought. Yeah, we need to start mixing our podcasts because we got so many white guy podcasts, and there are so many straight up black dude podcasts. We need to start like cross pollinating so yeah. that our audiences who all get comedy realize. Oh, there are some, like I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Carlos Miller. Uh, DC Young Fly and Chico Bean would fucking love you. They're stand-ups. They're stand-ups. They're just stand-ups. Like, yeah. I mean, they do more. They're all actors. They have. I mean, Carlos is like fucking. I think he's like an entrepreneur. But they're all comics, right? They're just comics. And if they saw your comedy, they'd be like, "You're funny as fuck." So then you go and do their show, and then their show is when they they do call it. They do like arenas right now, and it, but it's really? all oh, dude. Yeah. They are so fucking big. I, 85, I've talked about them so much, but their show is so good. You just go smoke a blunt. It's in Atlanta. Smoke a blunt. Maybe have a drink. Just yeah. talk shit. Just talk shit. And it's very casual. Like the first, sure. first, um, I, I'm not, I, there's so many really great podcasts out there. And, spe- and I'm black dude podcast. T-Pain's got a podcast. <laughs> black dude podcast is like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it, it, but it's, it's a genre. I mean, it really sure. is. And, uh, and I think that's the way. What we should do is start switching over and get introducing our fans to them, their yeah. fans to us. You want to mix regular podcasts and black dude podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say regular. Normal, <laughs> regular, and black dude. <laughs> but by the way, you know how much money we can make if we shared our advertisings? If they're like, a black guy shaved their balls too. I haven't heard a True. fucking, I haven't heard a. What other ads would they run? Uh, this is going to turn into a bit gone <laughs> sideways. So, do you remember, what are do, some other ads you would did, guess? Did you ever listen to ads on hip hop stations? Uh, no, I'm a big hip hop station guy, right? We didn't. Have, I was in Mechanicsburg when I was listening uh, to the radio. We had no hip hop. All the ads are like, "Do you need a bail bondsman?" And you're like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Like, swear to God, those are have the you ads. Heard on- them now, where they're like, "Man, are you tired of not getting a vaccine?" <laughs> <laughs> man homie i'm getting the vaccine dog <laughs> it's like it's the most disgusting oh is that real yeah that's real dude they run ads targeted at black people that are like the most pandering horrible are yeah, you serious bad. yes so wait how many people like, in your family didn't get the vaccine uh i think they all did okay yeah 
So like, who's not getting it? I wasn't. I wasn't. You weren't? <laughs> yeah. For real? I was, I was the one person in my family. That was really? Like, I don't think I'm going to get it. Really? Well, I, I had gotten COVID. I'd already gotten it. And so you're like. So I was like, I don't really need it. And then once I. Once, how bad was your COVID? Not bad. I got lucky. Yeah. But it was. Uh, yeah. And then as soon as I had to do it, I was just being lazy. It wasn't like. Like I was doing the road. I didn't feel like getting sick for two days or whatever the vaccine could have done. Yeah. Uh, which it didn't. I was fine. Uh, but yeah, then once the, the comedy seller like required it, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get it. That was it's, it. It's interesting because you talk to, it's funny. The people that aren't getting vaccinated here are the liberals. Really? Yeah. The, it's the same people that don't vaccinate their children. Really, really liberal moms who, who, uh, make, have a goat and milk their own goat and oh, eat yeah. organic. Well, that's who was like the original anti-vaxxer. Yeah. It's it was cr- like the hippie yoga lady yeah oh, and, and they're still not getting back sure and it's it's funny to <laughs> sit with a mom at a dinner table and yeah. her to say no 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 i'm not getting vaccinated my kids aren't getting vaccinated and and you just sit there and go so you voted for trump and she's like no and you go well hold on what's your politics and because and, i well, how do you guys see eye to eye how do the hardcore like like uh like far right yeah. and this hardcore far left all of a sudden see eye to eye on vaccines i don't know that's interesting it's crazy yeah. it's like it's, yeah it's funny to see like white like militia dudes and black dudes like fuck that yeah it's like nice dude that's the that's the right that's the unity we need there that is crazy is that maybe this vaccine will bring this country together and then all us sheep in the middle <laughs> yeah, who just yeah, got it day one yeah, I, yeah. I was i was like i got it so early i was afraid to tell people i got it really <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it in 2019. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wait. I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second. No, I um, look like an idiot. Did your sister get the vaccine? Yes. Actually, I don't know if she did. She, got she was it. going through like chemo. Yeah. Chemo, cancer. Yeah. And heroin. And heroin. <laughs> but she's done with and COVID. heroin. And COVID. And COVID. Yeah. She hit the, the, the Holy Trinity. Your family is like, your family is, seems to me like the. You are the white pe- people that they make documentaries on in HBO. No, we're, it's it's really I'm from like a I'm from like a nice neighborhood. It's suburban. Really? Yeah. But yeah, you're not si- when you describe <laughs> your sister, it's great comics can can describe someone with a piece of clothing and you know the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were like Heinz Ward jersey and pajama <laughs> pants. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I have seen that. I know that Dude. person. I've seen them at at Wawa's. I've seen like I've seen, you yeah. know them. Yes, that's truly their cigarettes in their hand and their and their cell phone. All of Pittsburgh. The second you start, the second you go west of where I'm from, Harrisburg, it's just Steelers jerseys and pajama pants. God, and like Zubaz pants, like you know the ones that are like Uh, I have them in this room. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, just that. Uh, Austin, can you grab my (laughs) Zubaz pants? They're right there. They're right. Wait, when you walk in, you'll take take a right. Are they ramps? They're fucking badass. No, they're this way, this way, this way, bud. In the gym. They're uh they're fucking bad. You in the gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wanna come work out? I have uh I have my therapist that I have my therapist fucking hurt my arm. What happened to your arm? You. I Oh, those are nice. Yeah. Floor Seminoles. Yeah. Oh, I was just down there. Yeah, I know. You know. We FaceTime. Yeah. I was a little banged up. I, I was gonna wear them for the podcast, but um but, my wife said it did my wife made me change for this. Really? Yeah, she was like, she was like, don't you look like you're you're comfortable, but everyone it looks like you just got out of bed. And I go, I did. Yeah. 
she was like, yeah, I know, but not everyone's going to be watching this when they just got out of bed. Yeah. And she goes, and I bet Shane didn't just get out of bed. I did. And I, (laughs) this is the first one I've worn pants on. I've done so many fucking podcasts. I'm done. Really? Yeah. I've done every every podcast, which was a mistake. No, it's not a mistake. Did you do Rogan to promote the special? No, I did Rogan right after I recorded the special and I was in Austin, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to promote it. Yeah. Um, who have you done? You did, did. I did. Did you do Marin? No. That'd be a good one. Yeah. That'd be a good one. You'd have to do. He, all he'd want to talk about is the SNL show. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all I've done. Because for the last 10 serious? days, I've just gone around and been like, no, th- Lauren's, how we not Lauren's all, fine. <laughs> how have we not all everyone's past that? Well, the, the, a lot of these, I'm meeting these people for the first time. And that's the only uh, thing they know about me. Uh, Most of the comics I've done, I've met them for the first time really yeah like sickler i didn't know <gasps> he's great he's awesome he's his yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. is his so was good. good dude yeah honeydew yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. really good in- I'm, I'm good with like a hang and fucking around sure. and break and busting balls his or- was more like his is a good interview how about some trauma in your life i was like all right man take it easy yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's almost like he calls your childhood friends yeah it's um, rough so sickler i did tiger belly okay that's so this is great yeah. bobby's yeah fuck it. he's a lunatic dude. he is a fucking lunatic he I, is a real lunatic. I did his show in Brea. How great is his girlfriend? She's wild. Fucking she's, she's talking about having like lice and how she liked having lice. Oh yeah. I was like, oh my God, dude, this is <laughs> disgusting. Uh I did his show in Brea and then he drove me back to LA. Yeah. And he was like, We get, dude, we got lost for 45 minutes from Brea to LA without leaving near the improv where we were. Really? Like, it, it finally, when I noticed, I was like, Bobby was driving? Yeah. It was, yeah. I don't know. If <laughs> While I he was by, driving, he was like, I've been in several severe accidents. <laughs> He's like, he just doesn't like, have the focus. This. Don't tell me this. He doesn't have the <laughs> yeah. focus to get behind the wheel. I can't. Yeah. Shock, they gave him a drive. Wait, he can see over the wheel? Yeah, it was wild. He's a bad guy. Would you just see <laughs> knuckles? Yeah. Knuckles and hair? I don't want to attribute it to anything, but he is a bad driver. <laughs> <laughs> it's his height. Yeah. It's um, his height. So you did Tiger Belly, Sickler, Santino's. Santino's is great. Fighter and the Kid. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Segura's. Yeah. Oh, you did you did uh, your mom's house. Yeah. Nice. And then this, and I'm gonna go do Corollas. <sighs> Corolla's gonna fucking love you. Really? Oh God. Uh, yeah. He, he, dude, he's gonna. Yeah. He's Corolla's a funny. fucking really, really great guy. Yeah. I, 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 I love him, and he's got an interesting. There's an interesting vulnerability about him, and that I. I love, I, I, sometimes it's the you things you're not supposed to tell people, you know, when people share something with you. Yeah. That you go, I, that's the thing I want to tell everyone because that's why you're good. Like people might not know everything about you. Crowley took me home one time from doing his podcast. I thought we were going to drink because he had Mangria. Yeah. And so I didn't drive. I took an Uber. And then he was like, where's your car? And I was like, I took an Uber. And he's like, where do you live? And I was like, over in Valley Village. And he goes, let me drive you home. I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, I used to live by there. And I said, really? So he drives me home. We have a great conversation in his car. Great conversation. Takes me to, goes, pulls up to my street and he goes, I grew up like three blocks from here. I said, really? And he goes, yeah, can I, is it cool if we go see my house? And I was like, Damn. yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And then, and then he told me where his house was. And I went, oh, wait, I know his house. And he's like, and we pull up. He's like, yeah, my mom sold it and they rebuilt it. And it's a huge McMansion now. Mm. And he, but I knew the house. I knew the house. Wow. And I went, and he goes, I used to, I mean, I don't know what everything he shared on things, but he showed me where he slept and it, it was less than desirable. Yeah. And you were like, and you realize, man, he is someone who does not 
fucking want to hear any excuses because his childhood was was not an a cakewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not the white privilege that you read about in, on 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 CNN. Mm. It was like he woke himself up. He jumped a fence to get to school. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a he's a in really interesting, vulnerable dude. But you don't maybe you don't see that. I don't know. But I really like Adam Carolla. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, I yeah, he's I'm excited to meet him. He's yeah. very funny. Um, so so you got the rote questions about about SNL. Yeah. Did anyone talk to you about uh about uh drugging Big J? No. <laughs> <That's the best. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one talks about. It. That's so funny. I was with Ari last night. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was with Ari. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, nice. we just yeah, we did uh he did a guest episode of Two Bears One Cave. Oh, that's what he's, yeah. he did say that. He did what did you guys that. do? You go drink drinking? He was just at the he was at the store and I'm staying right across the street. So I just went over and said hi. Yeah. It was nice. Did oh, you do yeah. any spots over there? I did one spot there this yeah. week. But I, I didn't I I was I got there too late. Like I, I didn't put in try to put in avails ahead of time like an idiot. Fine. Yeah. Fucking, I don't even know what the point of stand up is right now in this city. Yeah. It's like you go and everyone's wearing masks and, and I just it's like I don't know, it's not the thing that I started doing. And I just yeah. I just would be like I don't and and then you get like calls from people going, Hey, do they really check vaccinate vaccination cards? And I'm like, Hey man, this is not yeah me I, like i'm i'm performing at this place because this is what i do for a living at the improv and so you need to uh, you talk to the fucking club talk to the fucking state officials i don't know what the fuck yeah. to tell you like, i got like <clears throat> yeah i've i've heard a couple comics like feel bad about that about they're, like the club's requiring vaccines and i, well, I don't to- think that it's i i i i'm talking specifically about improv and store sure i don't think a comic has a right to say a fucking word don't yeah. perform there like, you know, it's like, it's like, hey, listen, they're running a business. They've got employees that they've got, they're liable for. They, they can't, they're, let them run a business. And I yeah. think if I'm not mistaken, I don't know, it's, it's state issues. So like, I, I stay out of it. Cause I'm like, cause first of all, I don't know enough about any of this shit. And, and it just, yeah, it's funny. It's funny when you do try to say something yeah. like every once in a while, I'll say like, uh, yeah, I, I got it or whatever. And then yeah. everybody will be like, pussy, yeah. you fucking cock. And then I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not getting it. And people are like, retard. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know what. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Is, I guess that's called having convictions. And I don't. I don't have convictions <laughs> yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you think you have convictions? Is it because your dad? Because mine's because of my dad. Really? Oh, yeah. My dad would not let me have an opinion. Whatever my opinion was, he would take the opposite and prove me why I was wrong. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What a psycho. <laughs> that's pretty it's, funny, though. But it's, I think it, it formed me into a guy who I'm... I don't, I'm not, I'm not some guy pre, I'm not preachy. Sure. I listen to a lot of people. Well, that's good. It's good, but now I'm on a fucking podcast. Yeah. I had a woman on the podcast one time yeah. who was very vocal about the store, not booking female comics. And, it, and I don't, I didn't know enough. It's right during the me too thing. So I just go, so you were like, yeah, so I'm just listen. It is fucked up. I'm just listening. All sure. I do is go, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, she's like, well, you need to give your spot up to a woman and i was like okay no and i'm doing the math i'm like going like i'm like going like well here's how that works like if me and my friends decide to to give our spots up we're gonna still perform somewhere else and the it's not the club that's getting the people there yeah it's the name that's getting the people there so if like me bill burr jim jeffries joe rogan tom segura joey diaz all go to this club all those people you think yeah. that are going to be at that club are going to go to that club to watch. It's 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 fan driven. It's it's not. 
maybe it's different uh, where she lives, but and I did, but I didn't say anything really. Like I didn't like hold her to the it's fire. Not. What? It's not different where she lives. It is. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I'm not. But it, but uh, it, and so and I got fucking shit. It's really? the most shit I've ever gotten from all my podcast. Really? Oh, the most. What? Because you didn't like say like I didn't. Or- I didn't stand up for the women that work at the store. Oh, I didn't okay. stand up for the store. I didn't stand up for my friends. I didn't stand up for men. I didn't. St- I didn't argue with her. Everyone. The first person to call me was Ari Shafir. Yeah. What the fuck were you doing? Why didn't you tell this bitch off? Like, just goes off on me. And I'm like, by the way, let's not pull it up. Hey, stop. What are you doing? This is a horrible idea. I know, but I, we can hear it. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. You got crushed. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I got, don't even read the comments. Don't even read the comments. By the way, I don't want to read comments. That's the best thing you want to do while you're on a podcast is yeah. read negative comments. And then I just go, and then I just, and I swear to God, Shane. And then I said, stay in your lane, Bert. Let's not talk politics. You don't know what you're talking. And by the way, you weren't raised by a man. So what, what do you think makes you have less conviction? I, I think, I, I don't know how much thought I put it. I'm not convicted on that first statement that I made. Maybe I do have convictions. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I guess. I guess uh, reading comments that fucks you up a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I'm like, maybe I am a fucking idiot all over and over again. Where like, no matter what you say, somebody's going to be like, this is dumb. I'm yep. like, wait, am I a fucking idiot? So maybe that's it. I don't know. It depends on what we're talking about. I, I do have convictions on, I, on certain issues. I can't read comments. Like I'm very against uh, slavery. Okay. I can go. I'll I'm be pretty. I'm against slavery. Yeah. Stuff like that. But if <laughs> I have some, I have some. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, okay. When when Kanye was like, slavery was a choice. Were you just well, like? Maybe I don't have. Because <laughs> I thought it was funny. I mean, to walk into TMZ and be like, slavery was a choice. Yeah. Just all these people, like, what the fuck is going on? How much fun do you think it is to have Kanye as a friend? It's oh. gotta be chaos. Okay, let's do this. Top special goes viral from this interview yeah from this interview goes viral and you are tomorrow the list goes dave chappelle bill bird john mulaney shane gillis yeah what five celebrity friends do you want just men just men just get, men just men you oh, get a okay. text you get a text hey it's mel gibson i watched mel gibson <laughs> that's on the mind dude that'd be I, awesome i would love to meet mel yeah, gibson did you see him salute trump at the ufc no. There was a UFC event where Trump showed up and oh. in the crowd you see Mel Gibson. Uh, fucking. People people were mad at him. Oh, that's the like, fucking, dude. He's consistently Yeah, he's cons- wild. He's but look, he's he's brand friendly. He is the thing he says he is. I just want to get fucking see my thing is yeah, I want to get wasted with, with Mel one Gibson. of these people. Yeah, Mel Gibson's a good choice. Ben Affleck. That's one of mine. Who? Ben Affleck. What? I want Ben Affleck to be my friend. I, I, I would love, I would, I will, I'm putting this out there. Yeah, clip this out, put this out there. My heart will melt if I get a text from Ben Affleck and says, hey man, well, just you watch keep hey calling Big, him Ben Affleck. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. All right. Ben Affleck. And he texts me and he says, just watch your special. Holy shit. Secret Time, Hey Big Boy, The Machine are my top three favorite movies or specials. Let's do a movie together. Yeah. I, I have a movie for us, Ben, and and I won't drink. I'll stay sober the whole fucking movie. I, ben, ben Affleck is one of my favorite. 
I would pick him over Matt Damon, I think. Although Matt Definitely. Damon would be a cool text. Brad Pitt would be a cool text. Brad Pitt's cool. Would be that Brad Pitt's like a for a real one. Yeah. Like like Leonardo DiCaprio is cool. Uh, you don't like Leo? I do. I do. You like Matt Damon I, more than Leonardo? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Leo's like Daniel Tosh. When Daniel Tosh comes into your house, he does th- this thing where he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You ready to go? And you're like, is something wrong? And he's like, no, it's just, no, it's just your house smells like food. And you're like, yeah, yeah, there's food here. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, all right, let's go. Like his, like, he's very much like uh American, American psycho. Really? Like he's just a very neat, tidy, keep your shit together. He's like a very smart. And you think Leonardo DiCaprio is. I've been way. to Leonardo's house. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I, I think mine would be. I think number one would be Nate Diaz. Oh, I didn't think about fighters. Nate Diaz. Nate is, Diaz. I think has to be the funniest dude ever to be around. Nate Diaz. You know, you know, by the way, Tony Hinchcliffe got that text. I know. I know. I listened to that interview. Nate did Hinchcliffe's podcast a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. You um, just talked about going on The Ultimate Fighter. Okay. Fighter. Nate oh, Diaz yeah. and... Dude, I've seen like watch Nate Diaz's Instagram story and like his it's the funniest. I think I I think he blocked me. <laughs> I because I followed him and then all of a sudden I couldn't find him on my thing. Nate Trump also. Fucking. By Dude, the way, let's be honest. If, okay, let's be Trump. honest. I here's the problem. Here's the problem with Trump. If I got a Trump text that was like in, incredible, I loved it. I just It'd be him. so funny. He didn't block me. I just followed him. He's got 5.1 million followers. I wonder if he follows me. Nope. <laughs> Casey Neistat, Joe Rogan, Snoop Dogg, Big Boy, Bam Bam Baklava, Bob Mennery. Dude, that's uh, a good Action one. Bronson, Action Bronson, Action Bronson would be a good text. Yeah, that's a good Action one. Action Bronson would be a good text. He is, man, I got to be honest with you. He is really fucking inspiring me right now. Really? He's in great shape. He can swing a baseball bat. Like, I can swing a baseball bat. Yeah. I have one of the prettiest swings out of all. I'm, yeah. I'm probably, probably athletically the most competent comic that we have. Yeah. There's not one comic. Pull up me swinging a baseball bat, okay? Go to my, just say Bert, uh, base, baseball or something. <laughs> what time do you have to get out of here, by the way? I'm good. Okay. I have three. Oh, yeah, good. I have, I have, it's, yeah. What are you looking for? I just took a Zin out of my mouth and put it in my pocket. A Zin? Yeah, it's like a nicotine. Ooh. Yeah. Pouch. You want one? No. I'm going to be fucking addicted immediately. Yeah, they're good. No, that's not it. That's, that's not nice it. Cut. That's not it. That's not it. That's a, me hitting a fucking watermelon. Keep it going. And by the way, still a decent. It's cut. in my. It's in my Instagram. It's in my Instagram. That's Georgia. So Action Bronson's inspiring you, and yeah, because he's I'm watching he, your swing. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great Action Bronson. That's a great swing. Really, not a lot of rotation in it. Like, is a lot of arms, but he's got big fucking arms. Yeah, um, but it's a pretty swing. I could watch. I can watch a man throw a baseball or hit a baseball all day long yeah it's exciting that was oh. my tiktok i had tiktok and my algorithm was just baseball and then uh hot college girls dancing and you i ready? had to delete it you ready for because this because it was just college girls dancing you ready for this yeah i gotcha i gotcha it's non-stop dude. page type in page underscore page dot renee on oh that's not her that's not her that's not her page halstead 
You ready for this? Probably not. This is going to be, this is, your algorithm is not as good as me. Yeah. Her name's Paige Halstead. P-A-I-G-E-H-A-L-S-T-E-A-D. Instagram. Paige Halstead. Okay. Click her. Find her Instagram. You got to see her swing. It is fucking beautiful. It is beautiful. She has the prettiest swing scroll down yeah, that's what you, you like about okay, it okay yeah go to her by the way she is no it's, it's a beautiful go up go up go uh, no right there the far right what how do you not see what i see okay take a look at this swing she's got a great fucking swing and by the way she time she, i want to find out when my arm gets isn't that a great swing i don't know what she does all the other than play baseball. looks like she played at ucla why how do you say that i saw it I think she played. She probably played softball at UCLA. She's got. She's a catcher. Hot. She does these catching drills, these hip drills. Really, I'm, dude. I'm, I mean, obviously, she's a beautiful girl, but like, I'm in love with her swing. She's you got a great like, swing. You think the swing is what's bringing you to this page? Uh, it's definitely. It's not the thing that got me to the page, <laughs> but it's the reason I'm here. Um, pull up action, Bronson swing. He's got a great swing. Did you play baseball growing up? Uh, yeah, but I stopped in like I stopped. I think eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. Once dude, I dude, I hit puberty. And just couldn't hit the ball. Something happened. It was crazy. I lost all hand-eye coordination for like a year. But did you play sports? In- yeah, I played football. Play, play and football? basketball, yeah. I was just telling someone, do you remember wearing a girdle? Yeah. When you, do you remember how itchy your asshole would get? You yeah. You couldn't reach it because yes. of your girdle? Do you remember post-practice dick, how small your penis would be? <laughs> Almost no one in football talks about the post-practice dick. Dude, and then go, everyone in the shower is like, yeah, I'm going to go yeah, fluff yeah, it up like, a little bit, pull coach. on my yeah. penis. I'm going to pull it out for <laughs> just a titch. And then you just have a long, skinny penis. Oh, yeah. No, you, the, if there was a, if there was a, a, like, something you could put on your fingers that... He does have a nice swing. Yeah. That's not, that's not his real swing. That's what him when he was fat. This podcast is brought to you by Canada. There's a specialist for everything. These days, if your car breaks down, you go to a mechanic. Problem in the shower? You call a plumber. What about crooked teeth? You see an orthodontist. They're specialists. And that's why Candid, the invisible, comfortable, and removal aligners, is above the rest. While poorly reviewed and insanely priced clear aligner companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from beginning to to finish so you never have to wonder how you're doing your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement you can book an appointment with a candid studio near you or you can do everything from the comfort and convenience of your own home the average candid treatment is just six months which is fucking nice i know women that are doing it for 12 yeah and you'll start seeing results way before then and it costs thousands of less than traditional braces trust me I had three sets of braces in my house. And with your liner treatment, you can get Candid's teeth whitening for free. Candid helps you get the straighter, brighter smile you've always wanted. Right now, you can get started from your home for just $15 with a Candid starter kit. Or you can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you today. Go to CandidCO.com slash Burt and use the code Burt at checkout. That's Candid co.com slash Bert and use the code Bert. Take advantage of this limited time offer for $15 starter kit. Candid co.com slash Bert and use code Bert. I often feel like I'm trapped between two solutions with weight loss. I'm a little confused, quite honestly, between good foods 
or bad foods. It creates an unnecessarily dilemma, in my opinion. Noom is here to change the way we see food with a psychological-braced approach that looks at what you eat, but also how you eat. Instead of making you feel guilty or regretful, Noom empowers you to keep on going. Since I've been using Noom, and I've used Noom ever since they were first become a sponsor, I've learned better how to shop or understand what my cravings are and not really see foods as bad foods anymore. And I'll tell you, I like their psychologically approach to eating. The program is is super flexible to your lifestyle, so it's easy to log food as you progress. I absolutely log all my food onto Noom, and, and with their cognitive behavioral approach, helps you le- unlearn bad habits and better understand your relationship with food. And the best part is one size doesn't fit all. Choose your goals, and Noom's going to personalize a weight loss program that fits you. 80% of Noom users finish the program, and 60% have stuck with their goals and lasted for at least a year. No need to ruin the whole program with one day off. Noom can get you back on track. All you need is a daily 10-minute check-in, no grueling early mornings appointments or huge chunks out of your day. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash birdcast. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash birdcast. Let me see your Copenhagen. Oh, this is this is my skull. Oh, this isn't Copenhagen? Is it? Leaf citrus. You're going to like it. it. Smells good. Oh my God. Yeah, I love it. I'm addicted to it. I am too. It's going to kill me. No. Mouth cancer is not real. True. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, I know so many people that have dipped their whole fucking lives. My wife's dad has chewed tobacco since he was yeah. 12 years old. He's 72. Yeah. You're like, where's his? My cousin dips not like literally everywhere he goes. He has a jug, like an iced tea jug. <laughs> yeah, it's a spitter. Oh, it's 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 absurd. But he he hit me with that that conspiracy. The mouth cancer is not real conspiracy. But it's but it's interesting <laughs> Which because is very funny because you know you, you the the horror stories you hear just like. By the way, I'm starting to you know what I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, say yeah, yeah. yeah just like the COVID with the vaccine sure. the horror stories you hear are like. Uh, kid dipped for one year lost his jaw sure and you're like okay well i beat him yeah yeah <laughs> you, you remember those like horror 15, stories yeah and it would just be like a guy with no bottom jaw and be like and yeah you're like whoa it's to scare you away from the product um i dipped pretty aggressively i think all through college all through college that, wow that's interesting i thought i dipped longer i dipped in high school yeah uh not I wasn't addicted. I just dipped whenever I could. Yeah. I think because I live with my parents. I yeah, wasn't you got to hide it. Yeah. 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 For sure. It's interesting. I wonder if I live still live with my parents, if I'd be drinking as much as I do. I lived with my parents for a little and I did not drink. Really? Yeah. I actually went home over COVID for a couple months. I know. I think I did, a po- I did a podcast with you. Yeah. 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 Wasn't there. really, wasn't really boozing. Really? Yeah. It was also right after I, I was in Stan, I was at Stanhope's for like a month and then went back to my parents for like four which was very nice to like n- just be home to detox. Oh, just laying in my s- childhood bed. Smell a normal smell yeah, as opposed yeah, to yeah. the mildew oh, of a trailer God. that someone threw up yeah. in. I've said, yeah, the yeah, rape trailer? yeah, you've I've been there at the trailer. rape trailer. <laughs> he was like, you could sleep in the rape trailer. I was like, no, dude, don't I call s- it that. I slept there and I had one of the most panicked nights of my life. I bet. Because there's a thing that happens to me when I, when I go partying hard, and that day specifically, I think we went out 
did a show the night before and then woke up the next day we were just going to party that day and we started the second we woke up mm. and it was like champagne oh my god and then went to his other house the one that has the above ground pool yeah and then partied there really fucking hard then came home and i was like i was like stumbling drunk at maybe nine mm. and i was like all right i'm going to bed pass out wake up at like two not ready like not sure. feeling good like feeling like that where your stomach's like oh i think we're, we're yeah, dying right it. now and then and got up and and lynn shawcroft was had accidentally eaten a ton of edibles and was <laughs> talking to everyone but no one at the same time and i was like and then and she's like do you want to come out and talk do you want to come talk to me and i was like oh fuck i'm like what am i doing with my fucking life i have children <laughs> it's I've, so sad and i was like god damn it and then i went back in that i went back to the rape trailer and laid in it and i was like what the fuck am i doing with my i felt like you ever do an overnight at a kid's house and like halfway through you're like i just want to go home <laughs> that was me every night for a month at stanhope's yeah it, every but, night i'd go back to that guest house and be like uh, i want to go home. why did you stay for a month i don't know it was not it was april there was nothing it was, COVID. was covid yeah it was covid it was in the middle of like the height of COVID. How, how, how hard were you drinking at Stanhope's? Pretty hard. But I would, I would, I, c- I couldn't keep up. I would do like two days on one day off. You'd do a day off? Yeah, I had to. What? Yeah, I had to. And a day off, I mean like a few drinks. Oh, okay. But okay. not like. Okay. All right. Yeah. But sometimes, I think sometimes none. I needed to, dude. I was dying. Really? Yeah. No, I. Yeah. It was, it, dude, think of that for a month. Think of him. He does it every day. Yeah, he's a monster. He's a monster. <laughs> and by the way, the, yeah. in my opinion, in that top three that I just named, Chappelle Burr Mulaney, Doug Stanhope, his, yeah, new, his new special yeah. that I don't think he's recorded yet or he has and he's not released it yet, is fucking awesome. Yeah. I watched him run it at the store and I sat in the back and I was like, this is like, he did, he did a, telemarketer joke do you know the joke i'm talking about i think so telemarketer joke with the indian guy accent and uh, what is and this is what i loved about louis what is a by far a hacky premise and turned it into one of the greatest bits yeah. i've ever seen and i was like oh shit and that's that's the fun that's the f- what i love this is your first special yeah what i love about specials is when you challenge yourself to do something really difficult in your next special and go like i wanted i like i, I want to come up with a very hacky premise and make it brilliant so that yeah. you go not any not just not all not all hacky premises are bad yeah like go airplane food and then make it the best joke sure anyone's ever heard and when louis used to do that and Stanhope does it yeah it was funny when i was <laughs> when i was young or like not in comedy i was like why are they always talking about fucking airplanes yeah now it's yeah because it's the only thing we do oh it's the only thing i have so I much sit around and, and then get on planes yeah i have so much airplane material yeah that i just will never use because i go i'm the only one on an airplane this much yeah i'm the guy people don't want to sit next to though that's that's where i'm becoming i'm like, worried about that you're talkative no i'm just big i i know i'm not quite the guy the last guy but like i can see it Wait, how, when I'm walking down the aisle, I can see people. How like, tall are you? 6'3". How much you weigh? I'm like, probably right now, probably like 260. Really? Yeah, 265. No way. You don't look it. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking big, dude. You are a big I'm dude. I'm fat. 
You're not fat. I'm fucking fat. Have you ever gay. been? Have you ever been ripped? No, I've been strong from football. Yeah, but I was like 300 pounds. Yeah. Wow. What did that guy look like? Is that the great guy that dated? You can't really see muscles. Is that the guy that dated just tuna? Fat, just this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's great. I love that. Yeah, you remember that? Oh yeah, my yeah. god. I remember things that are good, like yeah. things that are. Dude, when we drank at that show, that fucking calling to sick, calling to work sick. Yeah. Dude, pouring those big ass cups of Fireball, I was just like, oh my god, it was noon. I didn't, I didn't know how you did it. I don't know how I did it. Either. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how. I, I tell you what, because if I get, if I first off, if I drink before a show, it's a bad show. Oh, but I—that's the whole premise of that show is to yeah, drink before sure. the show, and 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 that's a fun, that's a very fun show. But then to do a show that night, crazy. We did do a show that night, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. But yeah, that was the one. Yeah, because I got it was on Cinco de Mayo, and I did the show in the morning, and they're like, "Hey, do you?" And then I think I did the whole weekend. Yeah, you did a full weekend after that. If I'm not mistaken, no, that's not the weekend. There was a weekend where I was like in philly where i was like i think i might have an ulcer and i was looking for yeah, juice because wait did we chugging was fireballs. that where we were drinking um <laughs> we were drinking those uh those uh beet kvasses i don't know i don't uh, think um but i yeah that was uh that i, I don't drink fireball anymore i won't yeah it's terrible. i had one night of fireball on the <laughs> impractical jokers cruise that ruined the taste of fireball for the rest of my life dude you were you fireball is like you take one shot of it maybe and you're like all right that's that's indigestion for the rest of the night oh i'm done dude you're drinking solo cups of it i was there was well there was a point where i said i i so bad i had a rule that i said fireball doesn't technically count as a shot yeah so if you want to do shots with me i don't do shots but i will do fireball all right and then and then that rule makes sense yeah, I had one girl. I have one girl in uh, in Indianapolis. It's like one of my. It's like a. And you look back and you go, I don't. What fucking life was I living? Yeah, like especially now, I'm like, oh, it's so. It's got to be so confusing for my daughters when I pass to hear stories about me, and then them just go, yeah, cool, oh, good, awesome. Yeah, like, they'll be like, oh, I was at your dad's show in Indianapolis. The rule was upstairs bar half off everything if you were topless and everyone I mean, everyone was fucking topless that's great want to see a picture yeah it's a great fucking picture um all right this is what i love about the iphone is if you go to if you go to the map you can find out all the times you've been to different places now i gotta oh, find I out i didn't even know that oh yeah i go to the map right so i have all these different places on my map damn that's awesome and then i go to indianapolis I go to Indianapolis. I've been to Indianapolis a couple times. I'm trying to think where that. I think this is probably it. Yep, this is it. Take a look at this fun fucking night, dude. Right? Just just scroll. It was the fucking funnest night. And by the way, everyone, these are pictures they took themselves and airdropped to all of us. Yeah, this is a great night. Yeah. That was, and by the way, I'm faithful to my wife. I don't cheat. <laughs> I don't cheat, but that's it's part funny. of my it's brand. Funny. It's funny. Though. Is I can, as I go. And by the way. <laughs> and so we're all fucking. That's wonderful. Yeah, that was a phenomenal night. It was a phenomenal night. And so one of the girls, not in this picture, 
we get up everyone's topless everyone's yeah. topless everyone that was at the show was topless and there's one girl actually a fucking 10 yeah like a legit 10 uh and she's already fucking hammered and she's like i'm out drinking you mother great rack great rack i'm out drinking you motherfucker i'll show you who the machine is and i was like i was like hey and by you're the way, gonna die later. i was like yeah you're doing this to the wrong guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're you're trying to punch a shark in the nose right now it's not gonna work out the way you think it is and she goes i go okay let's do it so i go fireball she was like fireball's my fucking drink and i was like <laughs> line them up so they get we put six on the thing and i just one two three four five six she does six and we're like all right six more and she was like hold on hold on <laughs> And I go, six more. And so they line up six more. And I look over and she's stumbling. And I was of like, course. and I was like, all right, I think she's out. We're gonna fucking and then I realized she's only had like three of her shots. She yeah. hasn't had the other ones she's given to her friends. And now she's like this. So I, I turn my back, I start talking to someone else. And then all of a sudden her friend taps me. She goes, Hey, the, the girl that uh challenged you to drinking is leaving. And I said, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I said, okay, we'll tell her I say goodbye. And they're like, We'll we're actually need some help carrying her downstairs. And I was like, Oh, for real. And she, they're like, yeah. So everyone starts carrying her downstairs. She's still topless. It nice. just started snowing, right? Oh, my it just God. started snowing. And so they're taking her downstairs and I go, hold on one second. So I run downstairs. They're about to take her outside. They have her jacket on top of her <laughs> to cover up. She's still topless. And I go up to her. I go, Hey, 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 are you okay? She goes, I'm fine. I'm just tired. I didn't eat today. I need to go to bed. I was, yeah, I'm not that drunk. And I go, okay, okay. I go, listen, they're carrying you out of here. And I go right up to her and I go, and never forget, I'm the fucking machine. <laughs> and, she take, and then she goes, wow. And I walk away. I fucking, but yeah. th- those nights were like, I, those yeah, things like that. Yeah, you killed a lady. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. <laughs> I did snow angels in the parking lot that night. I had a fucking blast. Damn. It's, it's the hard thing about quitting drinking for me is. How good it is. It's so much fun when done responsibly and i don't i've been always done it responsibly and i'm i'm certain it, it, it's i'm certain it's doing stuff to me that i'm not aware of and if i go to the doctor i just said the doctor before the surgery and clean bill of health top to bottom ekg is great uh cholesterol is great everything blood pressure is great um liver's great liver enzymes are f- perfect right in yeah. the right spot um but i'm certain there's damage done and that one day i'll be 61 it'll ca- all of a sudden everything will show up that day yeah. right um but but it's like not to be a nihilist but norm mcdonald said when when uh covid came out the quote he made was uh well i guess we all know how we're gonna die now huh it's just a matter of order (laughs) (laughs) and and you go why not fucking live i want to be mobile when i'm 70 so that's why i work out but it's so much fun like in those mornings when you're like, hey, let's drink. And you're like, huh? Yeah. You're like, let's fucking throw them back. Like, yeah, it's th- great. You can't get fired. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, th- yeah, I agree. You're, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah. And uh, what's crazy is in comedy, a lot of people, most comics quit drinking. Yeah. Cause you kind of, you, sh- you have to, a lot of people. But yeah, so I, there's like four guys I can drink with in New York Ari, Ariel, Drink, Big J. Norman. Big J well, doesn't drink like really. He Lewis, will, he Lewis will just drink. started right. Lewis comes and goes, but he's tra- <laughs> he's training for like a MMA fight. Oh, yeah, I saw the fight diaries. Yeah, 
I can't tell if they're scripted or not. They are. They have to be. They have to be. Yeah. He's in there taking a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're scripted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. it's you know what's interesting. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Say it. Okay, I think I can say this. Yeah. I think I can say this pretty um, accurately. So, like, I think it's fair to say that Lewis won't be hosting America's Got Talent anytime soon. Yes. Like, he's not going to be getting a, a network sitcom. I don't think yes. he wants that, right? Yeah. I don't think he wants that. I think he's happy doing what he does. And there's a certain, like, you know, the Skanks, Legion of Skanks crew, but not really. Like, Dave and Jay are a little different, but there is, like, a get in there. Like, Ari will not be doing a network sitcom anytime soon. Yeah. And it's it's interesting is that I probably won't be doing it. I, I mean, I, I remember when they offered one to Joey and I was like, Miss Miss Patches did one. She was a drug dealer, yeah. a convicted felon. So maybe they're broadening their scope. But what's interesting is you had the opportunity when that SNL thing happened to just go to go. I'm going harder down and finding my fan base and fuck them. Yeah. Right. And fuck the industry. Fuck everyone. But in a weird way, you just, and I, this is no slight to those guys I just mentioned, yeah. but I'm saying you decided to not double down and be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm conservative. These are my politics. Yeah. You said, I'm actually a really talented comic. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not for everyone, but sure. I, but I am also a very good actor and I'm also a great sketch writer. And there was a reason I got cast on SNL and I'm going to continue making great sketches that but they're going to be dirty. They're going to be funny, but you're going to laugh. That's all yeah. that matters. And you go and, and I'm going to do a special. I, I clearly put one out on YouTube. People are going to see how talented I am. And I am cool to go back into the industry. Yeah. If it'll have me. Yeah. I mean, I, it depends what it is obviously with the industry, but uh, yeah. And it's, it's a weird time where it's like, what do you, you know, what even is the future of the industry? So yeah. like, I'm not like, I'm certainly not like pandering or like trying to get back in or whatever. I'm just doing what exactly I was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to like lean in to being like, and the, not talk, not Legion of Skanks, but like, like edgy. I'm not like a, you know, I'm not going to, and I'm not going to lie about being like, I'm, I'm a Republican. I'm not, Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I mean, and there's that, there's that, there is that opportunity to do that, especially when you get canceled to be like, to like lean I, I could have literally been like, I love President Trump when I got canceled and probably went to the White House. You know what I mean? He would have been like, yeah, fuck SNL. Like, oh, he, he definitely, the, he, he definitely, he was petty. He would have been like, yeah, this guy's the best. You could have gone to the White House <laughs> yeah. and gone viral. Yeah. What do you like more? Do you like, do you like, what do you like more when it hits your stand up or Gillian Keeves? The stand up. <laughs> Gillian Keeves is so fucking I love funny. Gillian Keeves. I do. It's and that was, so fucking good. <clears throat> that was like the first, that was like the first content I ever put out, really, outside of like podcasts and things like that. But that was like the first thing that was like mine. Yeah. So that was fun. Every time we'd put something out and just getting feedback from people that you like respect, that's really cool. What's the, what, what, what is your budget on when you make those? Um, A lot. Like I put, I put $50,000 into it. Like myself just into just in, to put it out for free yeah into all the sketches yeah and then the the production company booklight matched it really yeah yeah it's worth it yeah it was fun it's very worth it yeah that's very worth it yeah it's just like this special i just put out that's free i'm not i don't even have like a tip option yeah <laughs> it's just like here i'll put out 
costs, I don't know, 15, maybe. The key is to, it's interesting. It's interesting because that was, that's the key with podcasts is you put it out for free. Yeah. I want you to get this for free. I want you to have a bunch of free content so that you know that when I come to your city, the only thing I ask is you come see me perform. Yeah. I'm really good at it. It's the thing I do, but the podcast is for you just every day if you're just bored. And by the way, yeah. they're not all great, but yeah, sometimes they do. So I got a bunch of stinkers. Yeah. 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 All right. And I, I'm curious of what, how this one has been really good. I still talk way too much, but this one's been really good. Uh, but I, Ari and I were talking about the interview format of hanging out. I think it's better when these chairs are filled. Like if you have three sure. people, yeah, it's more. That's what I love about. Or if we were it. boozing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is that what you want to do? No, I got to do another podcast. Who's Corollas? Just tell me you want a mangri when you get there. What are we drinking? What do you want? I don't. Know. I'd love Whatever to have a drink. Want. Yeah, let's have a drink. Whatever you want. I love this. I love this. Yeah, podcast. this is. By the way, you want to start the podcast now? <laughs> have a couple of vodka sodas this is the this is the part what do we want to drink uh i have we have we have vodka we have whiskey i'd go for a vodka soda do you have any i'd go vodka soda. yeah yeah, something. yeah hey andrew is andrew still there he's got his headsets on all right let's let's put pause we'll make a vodka soda yeah bro i love this this is my <laughs> All right, we're back. We have cocktails. Thank yes. you to Yeti for these fucking great mugs. Yes. Dude, Yeti knows how to fucking do it right. Can I tell you? It's like, I don't mind paying a little extra yeah. for something I know is gonna is not going to break on me. Am I right? I'll tell you what, man. I love Yeti. Mm. I like the stuff inside the Yeti even better. Yeah, this is going to... It's going to lube this podcast up. I think so. I think so. This is where we get in trouble. Yeah, for sure. Oh, do you have any idea how many, when, when it was so funny when you were the first person where something was said on a podcast where I was like, we can get in trouble for something on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah. And then they started deep diving people. And then I was like, oh, well, that would, that was like the funniest part to me would be when like other comics would like shit on me yeah. when I was getting in trouble that had all been on podcasts that had all said horrific things yeah it's like you sure you want to like oh there had to be a lot you sure you want to do this now i never really named them but you can find them i can find them i, I said something about it when, when yeah. it happened i was like i was like well it's not funny it's not no, funny but I I go, he's not trying to be i don't think it's trying to be funny but it's i go but it's it's a podcast you're just fucking around you're trying to find you're trying to find the joke yeah if i was <laughs> mad at everybody who said it wasn't funny i'd be well it's because the, the thing is that if you just saw that clip you don't know me and matt at all it's not that funny. Is that the is context that, is that, of it? Is, is that Keeves with you? No, that's Matt oh, McCusker. Okay. Yeah. I was like, he must be like, oh, hey, man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, produce yeah. all your stuff. I'll shoot everything for free. <laughs> yeah. McKeever. No, McKeever's not like that. Do you guys have a movie planned? He definitely does. Really? McKeever's a, he does it all. Can I set you guys up with a meeting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going to say no. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> Watch. Well, what's the movie? <laughs> that, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So it's set in 1862. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there was a guy who was a, a pretty famous comedian, and he was trying to help sell Gillian Keeves. He was like, I want to buy it. I want to. I mean, and I was like, all right, I think give I it a guy. shot. I'm, I'm like, yeah, 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 for I, sure. Yeah. And uh, he went to like a meeting to pitch it and then called me and he was like, I had no idea 
And I was like, yeah, dude, I told you. <laughs> they're, not, they're pussies. They're not going to take a chance. I, but I, I think at this point, the way things are done independently, yeah. I think you're on that track, and I think you've already succeeded on that track. I mean, Gillian Keeves is one of the best sketches. And yeah. it, it honestly, and I don't know if you guys did this on purpose, it's branded like it's a Comedy Central show. Yeah. It yeah, looks yeah. like it's a Comedy Central show. Well, John, that's John. John's like, a, he's a fucking pro. Yeah. Like he's like, you, I mean, listening to him talk, he directs. He, he writes and directs, and he could easily star in all of them. He's he, so good. You Both did, of you guys are really good. He did stand-up. He got, like, he was out of Philly. He did comedy. He, he got, like, JFL right away. He did Adam Devine's house party. He was like, really? dude, he's an incredible stand-up. And then he was just like, ah, I don't like it, and stopped. Because he likes, he likes writing and acting and directing. And, but his stand-up, like, every once in a while, he'd, like, drop in and feature a weekend at Helium just to, like, do it. Having not done stand up for like two years, it's funny and to he me. Would murder. It's funny to me because it's so hard. It's so easy yeah. to tell a joke. It's so hard to write something that's funny. My the 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 uh, Al Qaeda car sales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was me. That, that's one of my favorite. But John, yeah. But see, that's the thing. Like, I'll come up with like a slight idea, like that one, yeah. and John will just make it a sketch because I can't write. Like John can fucking write. The only thing I've ever done funny, and by the way, I'm sure I get in trouble for it now, but I wrote <laughs> I wrote a sketch. I, I don't think it's you can find it anymore. Travel Channel. That's the one thing that the one saving grace I have, and I'm certain you could go through my history, anyone's history, and find yeah. horrible stuff they co-signed on. Now you can get in trouble for laughing at someone saying something horrible. Like that's what's kind of fucked up. Is like I can't help. But can you though? I don't. You know. can get in slight trouble, but. Has anybody gotten like canceled from a podcast other than me? Uh, no. There's been attempts. There's been attempts, but I'm the. I think. Oh, the Jeopardy guy. <laughs> yeah, well, oh yeah. Yeah, what, got, yeah. Yeah. What he happened said, like, to him? Ho. What he, is that? What he said? <laughs> he said like booth hoe or something. And like he got ten years ago. Yeah. Jeopardy's very. I mean, I guess you got to think of your brand, right? I guess. I mean, I, I've been lucky enough that the things I've done, like the things I've done have all been still the same brand I have been. Meaning like, so like, like when I did the cabin, that we did, we had a lot of stuff that was very cancelable on it. Sure. Extremely. And Netflix was like, we got it. It's funny. We think it's funny. We know your comics. We know you're going for the joke. They had our back. It was, I mean, top to bottom. Uh, the very first thing, the very first thing we did on that show, Tom was like, are we airing this? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey man, we can't air all this. Like yeah. we're going to get in a lot of trouble. And I was like, I was like, but we were laughing. The whole crew's laughing. Sure. Netflix is laughing. We're all laughing. And Tom's like, we, you can't air this. Like, and he was like, you know, Tom's my best friend. He's like, you got to let me see this before you air it. And I, I don't want it to fucking destroy my career. Sure. And he was like, and I'm sitting there going, am I a fucking idiot? Like, yeah, I'm the one laughing the hardest. And then, and then, and then it's it's it, we aired it, and I, we aired it. Did they I take did they take that stuff out? Nope. Oh, nice. it, left it all in. Left it all in, and not all of it. There was some stuff that was a little like there were some jokes where we couldn't. We just went maybe went a little too far. Of course, and they edited it out. Yeah, but your but your attempt is in, in humor, right? Yeah. And then uh, and then I I didn't even realize what was happening. Yeah. Cabin airs. Uh, I have a general. I, I'm I'm in, in production on a movie. And we're at the point where we're going to decide whether or not we make it. Cabin airs. 
and uh, I have a I have a fucking Zoom call with a person who's a very big animal activist. Mm. And one of the things we did was we uh, processed is the way to say it where it doesn't sound bad. We processed sure. an emu. Nice. Yeah. No, people eat emu. You're yes. gonna have, that's how you do it. Yes. And so, uh, and she said, you know, I got to be honest with you. I'm a very big animal rights activist. The second I saw it and I saw where you guys were going, I thought I was going to be offended very badly, but I couldn't stop laughing at you and Tom. She was like, it was, it was, you did it well. And I yeah. went, and in my head, I was like, Whew. and then I realized, oh my God, this movie would have just gone away. Yeah. If she just felt like. If it would have just gone away. And yeah. and then, and then we ended up making the movie. When we made the movie and first day I I do some things to to make the movie what I think is funnier. Sure, you know I'm not. I, I don't want to. I want. I don't want to be. I want to be broad so that it doesn't sound. But I, you know, I punch up some things so I think that this scene that we're shooting can be funnier. But I punch up in a way where you will laugh and I will laugh. But a lot of people are going to go, "Whoa, yeah." But well, I funny. know. I, but it's funny. It's funny. And by the way, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and we reshoot it or whatever. Yeah. You know. And uh, and I don't even realize what the fuck I'm doing because we shoot it. And then obviously all that footage goes to an editor who does a, a <laughs> quick cut and then sends it to all the executives. Yeah. This is our first day shooting. This is when they pull plugs on movies. And the fucking text I get, and I, I, the text I get, I will just say the text I get was was positive. Nice. And I went, cool. That's the lane I'm in. Yeah, that's that's where I go. And I, I've just been lucky enough to that. Maybe I'm not. Maybe maybe my sensibility isn't too far. But I think it is. I know it is. Maybe there's a likability that get, I can get away with when sure. you're making a project and people know that your intent is to make them laugh. Like when you do stand up or a podcast or, you know, I think my cancel thing, the thing that's going to catch me is my camera will be on and people will watch me jerk off. And I'm then, always afraid of that. And then they'll never be able to see me the same yeah. way. Because I jerk off. As soon as every podcast ends, I jerk off. <laughs> I don't even get up. I've jerked off during Opie and Anthony listening to it, watching porn with the volume down on the porn. And it was when Patrice died and I'm jerking off no. to that. And you can hear the audio of them crying about Patrice and I'm watching and I'm, I just was watching it. And then porn came up. And I was like, oh, I'm going to jerk off. And that, and as it got done, I went, if someone had a hold of my camera, then I would be fucked. Like those things are where I think it's, it's it, where, where I, some, sometimes I think it's, it's when your brand doesn't match up to who you are, you know? Yeah. Like, I agree. I agree. If you're like, if you present yourself as a very like clean, clean guy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's a clip of you saying some wild shit. Yeah. Yes. I'm i I'm a pretty wild dude. Everyone yes. knows I'm wild. And I think as long as you stay in that thing and just try not to hurt anyone's feelings, yeah ultimately i think you're i don't know who fucking knows you never know but you never know it's been a fun run and 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 by the way and i look at someone like you and i go oh you just gotta keep putting out good shit for sure i think more people i think it i think you're someone i've talked about so fucking much yeah because you are so funny thanks but it's a weird kind of funny because you're like bill burr you have a, a very acute way of of defining a situation like how do you how do you how do you write a joke uh i don't know the podcast helps just sitting down with matt and like bullshitting and then being like oh this is actually a premise this is a and then going and doing it and saying it on stage like i and it's funny too because like burr was a guy i was a huge fan of and that was one of the first like podcasts i listened to constantly and then you would see his special at the end of that year or whatever and it was like oh i've heard all these because it was you listen to him rant yeah and it's like oh he that's 
I think podcasts help tremendously with coming up jokes, coming up with jokes. Cause I don't, I don't sit down and write. Oh uh, yeah. I don't actually, after watching, I try, I mean, after watching your special, I was like, I'm going to actually try to write some stuff. I can't really, I cannot. When I started, I used to, but now no. I so, can't. so it's funny because I had a great rant in the van with Mark Normand and Dave Williamson about John Mulaney. Yeah. It was fucking funny. Like it was like, it was just, it was pro Mulaney, right? Sure. But it was, it was, but it was like, uh, it was about my life. Yeah. And how come I don't, where, where's the fucking glowing praise for me? Yeah. I've been drinking and not had to go to rehab. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've held it together and I'm still fucking the chick who's 51 yeah. like and it was like and it was me going off on that rant and i and yeah. i and of course i just tried it at red rocks like i was yeah, like, yeah, I was like I, not that we're great <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I, I, I who does new material at fucking red rocks i did that's fucking stupid. three new bits crazy uh, but that's where my brain is and then sure and then i just I, like someone goes are you worried about what you say on stage i go i didn't know that we could get in trouble for that i thought everyone <laughs> knew that those were jokes yeah yeah because i had the thing in my hand for sure as soon as my shirt comes off you know that's everything after that is also ridiculous yeah. yeah red rocks that's crazy dude it was fucking insane yeah it's the greatest experience of my life that's awesome easily greatest experience of my life that's crazy dude red yeah. rocks yeah what's it yeah ten thousand wow ten thousand and it and it feels like ten thousand really oh yeah how did what'd you do when you got done uh i uh i cried did you yeah that's nice i'll cry i could cry right now uh you should cry. I uh, dude, it's not as Bert funny Kreischer. as you, you, you it it's not as funny as you think. <laughs> I went on OP radio one time. I'm really I can cry really easily. Yeah. But it's one of the things I learned in this fucking movie is I have an accessibility to emotions that are like right on the surface level. Yeah. I can cry so easily. My girlfriend called me crying two days ago. What were you crying? Norm. About? Norm. Oh. I was I watching cried at Norm. I was watching I I tossed on his uh his last letterman. And she that. heard she was in the other room and just heard me like <laughs> like doing that. And she came out and I was like, fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, Norm's Norm Norm got me. That was I, I love that guy. Oh. He reached out when he, I was getting canceled a lot. Really? Yeah. And he said some really cool things. I'll share them with you after. Uh, so there's it, he's the best. All right. He I reached out to I posted about him when he got in trouble. Yeah. And he reached out to me and was and was like, hey, "What he? I'll t- I'll share with you yeah. privately." He loved comedy, and he, he was loved- the purest. He was the purest yeah. comic, and he fucking hated this fucking woke shit. Yeah, he hated it. So seeing all these people like tweet about him, like, "Oh, I loved Norm and all this," like, just know he fucking despised what you do. In yeah. my opinion, yeah, no, and I yeah, think, what do I know? No, no, he. I cried. Um, I went up. Learn something odd. I, I talked about this a little bit with Rosebud, but um, because Rosebud was the day he died. Uh, I tweeted something about my show in Vegas, like like I don't, yeah. But I didn't. I, I by the way, I didn't even my my team, my social media team who post for me because I cannot look at comments. I cannot. I can't get involved in social media that way. Yeah, like I can. I'll fun on stories. I will post things on Twitter that are innocuous and read responses. Yeah, I don't get into the fucking. I don't get into the minutia, but they'll give me a heads up when I'm getting hit pretty hard. Sure. And they're like, just so you know, everyone's thinking it's a, thinks it's a little insensitive. 
that you didn't put up a norm post yet and i went huh i was like so now you tell me that the mob gets to tell me how to grieve because I, yeah. I knew norm i knew norm yeah also it's like i felt i i didn't i i just posted one of his jokes but like i didn't want to post like uh, i uh, loved you or something like that like because who the fuck am i well, like i need to come out and be like it it made me feel so gross to find a picture of him yeah screen grab it post it and then and then i wrote like nine different things and this is when i cried so i'm in the i'm in i'm in the house i'm drinking a bottle of wine and i'm and i'm voice texting when i said and i started crying and i went oh fuck because he was just like he was so cool to me like you know when yeah. the thing he did that was the coolest thing that anyone can ever do is he knew my name yeah before he needed to like he just went bert kreischer yeah hey taking the shirt off tonight are we yeah. and i go oh he knows who i am yeah. and then he fucking and then and then what's it really interesting is when he knew he was dying apparently he had texted me and said um i was uh, whatever but he sure. and at that point that that's when he knew he was dying yeah. he had texted me and and i i, I thought I, I this is what i one of my posts i thought about doing taking our texts right and then marking them out so you can't see it and then posting that and going this is the most meaningful thing that's ever happened i know but i didn't i didn't yeah i didn't want to do, do that that's a personal it. yeah it's personal thing. and then you and then and then the, the 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 internet mob just comes after you and goes why aren't why haven't you started grieving yet and you're like i am i don't yeah i don't need to post it online and then part of you as a coward goes okay i'm everyone i, I noticed that he's passed and yeah it's the grossest part of the internet. I really think the Taliban could take over America if they started with the internet. Mm. <laughs> Taliban's got some. I will say this. Taliban's was, got some okay ideas. I was looking at the Met. Yeah. I was looking at the Met Gala or whatever that was. The Met. Uh, Taliban wouldn't let that happen. The dresses, all that yeah. shit. And then I was looking at, there was a video of the Taliban hitting a lady with a stick. And I was like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know patrice wouldn't finish his joke yeah, yeah, patrice yeah. would leave it right there he'd go i think <laughs> look, i think they'd have to stretch before this event. i think we need a middle ground so i think we've reached a point where the taliban's not oh, right fuck but i think we're wrong too do you realize what the taliban would do if they first of all they would love kim kardashian's outfit because her face was covered true they do you realize how how the taliban would lose their, they must someone should tag I, I think they might laugh i think if they saw i don't it, know that I is think they might be like dude you guys great, are fucked uh okay but i did okay. watch a video okay. stop, they were nailing a lady with a stick stop stop ready uh um, oh, can i okay you, you may need to edit this out can i be in the first uh gillian keeves can you have a guest in yeah we'll dress as taliban guys and it is a youtube taliban reaction to taliban watches the met gala <laughs> yeah, for the yeah, first yeah, time yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know what this <laughs> yeah, is. What is this? I have no idea what this is. Oh, what the fuck? Oh no! 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 Who is Little Nas X? Well, that's how I actually responded too. <laughs> I mean, that was that was just I was looking at my phone like, what the fuck? What yeah. is it, dude? AOC's outfit and fucking uh, there was one lady that wore like a women's suffrage dress, just had like women's rights all over it. I wait. Hold on. So wait. 
AOC, okay, I thought, I actually liked AOC's dress because didn't she go to a place where all the rich people hang out and then go tax the rich? Yeah. I love it. She paid $30,000 to go to it. What? Yeah. Hold on. And that dress, hold on, hold the on. dress probably cost. Wait, I didn't know you had to pay to go to this thing. Yeah, I believe so. I thought this was just. I think invitation. the Met Gala is like a $30,000 ticket. I couldn't. No. No, fucking Google this. I thought it was just like, I thought it was like. Yeah, they could have built a school, but instead they wore nice dresses. Hold on. No, this has got to be impossible. So wait. See, this is why I'm, this is why I have no conviction. Oh my God. I was way off. Holy shit. So Pete Davidson paid $30,000 to go I bet, to the I bet somebody sponsors him. I bet well, somebody that had to sponsor her. Then, somebody right? who makes the dress or something. So uh, a table at the Met Gala costs $250,000 and an individual ticket costs $30,000. Pull up, pull up. Pull up let's, I would love to see some Met Gala stuff. Pull up I might Met save Gala. up and go. 30? I can get a ticket. We can go to the Met Gala. I'm going naked. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing like, gym shorts, dude. Wait, can we go to the Met Gala? You got to get an I invitation guess. first, right? Man, I do like, I do like <coughs> Timothy Chalamet. You like Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, I do. I like that boy, dude. He's he's, boy. he's in uh, he's in uh, D- the new Dune. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Dude, dude, the kids can fucking act. He he can't, dude. Did you know what's so funny is I didn't love him right away. That when I first heard of him, I didn't, I didn't. I think it was because it was Timothy. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like someone you should hate. Pete Davidson's outfit. Let's take a look. And we'll, we'll um, smash a pass. Not okay, for me. Guys. It's not for me. I love it. I love it's a dress. <laughs> I love that it's a dress. He looks. He does look a little bit like a nun. That type of thing is not for me. Pete Davidson can do no wrong in my eyes. I love that kid. Yeah, he's pretty. Except for the fact that he fucking put together a 9-11 fucking benefit and did not. Invited Segura over me. He's never even met Segura. Never even met Segura. I doubt he did the lineup. Bookings. Look at these boys. Tally man would love this one. Love that one. That's a good one. Oh, come on. You wouldn't want to go to the Met Gala? I would love to go to the Met Gala. This this is ridiculous. I would love. Love. Well, I guess they the know. It's, yo, did you see that? I mean, this. So wait, dude, they don't have to sit in these outfits. They walk there and put on jeans when they get in, right? I'm not sure. Oh my god! Yeah. Never By mind. the way, this is the part of me that is off-brand, right? When we talk about people going like, "This is the type of stuff you like." like? I, I just think this is interesting. Like that's Kim Kardashian's. I saw hers. Um, I don't know. I sweet. So, wait, what, fashion... so then, tell me why I was wrong about AOC because it. Is it she's hypocritical? Yeah. Okay. I don't even really know who AOC is. I know that she's like a politician or something. I think I think on a lot of stuff she's fine. Uh, is she like she must be? She's pretty. I I really don't know. But she uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yes. Oh, she's from the Bronx, right? I know who she is. Um, she's friends with uh, Jesus Amiro. Oh, nice. I think she's from the Bronx. She's from the Bronx? I think she served as the U.S. representative for New York's 14th congressional district since 2019. Yeah, she was born in the Bronx. But see, this is where they lean into that. I think she was born outside of New York. Really? And I think her name was like Peggy. No. I I believe. Dude, you know the fucking de Blasio's name is like Wilhelm? All these people have fake names. 
Oh, I should have done They're that. They're all psychos. I should have done that. Well, I think AOC's her, I think that's her real name, but it's I think she used be. to, no one changes I think she went name. by no one, like, no one changes their name to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. What are you talking about? You know how advantageous that would be for a, she's like an activist. She went down to the border and like cried at the fences. Really? <laughs> Wait, who's the other one that everyone <laughs> it's hates? It's all crazy. Who's the other one that everyone well, hates? Well, there's the other side of, the, she's the left's. Uh, there's a lady like Marjorie Taylor or whatever. I've heard of that. Name. That lady's wild. She's like she's a, she's a like QAnon lady. Jewish space lasers and shit. What? <laughs> shit rules, dude. <laughs> what? So that's the thing. Like, look, I I hate doing the. I'm not trying to get political. Uh, no, but tell me about. I, I love learning about stuff like. But there's this. like. Uh, so when when people talk about like the right and the left, I like hanging out with the right way more. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I sit down with dudes, if I sat down with, and probably because of my ethnicity and because i'm cis yeah but if i sat down with two dudes and they were like yo we fucking love trump i'd be like dude let's get fucked up <laughs> now if i sat down with two dudes they're like i love hillary clinton i'd be like this is gonna be a bad night we're not gonna have fun. oh i see yeah hillary clinton i, I think or anyone, like i i knew it was a big hillary clinton fan i love aoc i'd be like we're gonna we're pull not it, gonna pull up uh, pull up norm mcdonald hillary clinton uh, uh bill oj on the view did you ever see him say it on the view no uh, bill norm mcdonald Bill Clinton OJ joke. Have you seen this? Probably. Bill Clinton OJ. Okay. Uh, no, God damn it. I wish he hadn't. Best delivered jokes on camera. Here's one on The View where he's like, I'm trying to get that murderer out of the White House. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, Bill Clinton killed a guy. And they're all <laughs> like, you can't say that. He's like, ah, I thought it was common. <laughs> he was, uh, his, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to do the joke. It's so fucking good. Wait, keep going. Maybe it's a weekend update joke. Oh, no, this is definitely. Uh, no, it's not. He's, his joke was, um, he goes, uh, Bill, that's the best. Norm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see it. This week at the O.J. Simpson trial, the infamous bloody glove was finally introduced into evidence. And O.J. didn't help his case any by blurting out, there it is. I've been looking all over for that. Man. Okay. That's not it. That's not it. Oh, maybe this is. Anyway, he, Norm's joke was, uh, is this it? No, 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 this isn't it. So, uh, by the way, I'm doing a whole open tabs dedicated to Norm. He, uh, his joke was, uh, OJ Simpson met with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton said, OJ, if I can help you with anything, please let me know. And OJ said, well, Bill, same to you. And Bill goes, well, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I here's the problem oh, is that man. I have so many friends. I have so many. I have so many friends that I grew up with that are all conservative that some of them, some of them, I, I, I can be around and, and I can hang out with, but like they've gotten sober. They're Christian. Oh, OK, like well, and, that and type of like, conservative sucks. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. That type of conservative sucks. Here's the problem. You ready? Here's the d distinct problem with my politics is my my legit politics are comedy first, right? Yeah. So like, so for instance, uh, I had, I was gobbling up Trump 2020 memorabilia. Yeah. I was buying it anytime it's I funny. saw it. Anytime I saw it, I'd buy it. <laughs> and and the problem with that is, is you move into a new house yeah. and you have people move you. And they are putting away uh, 12 inch dildos, guns, Trump. Like, I look like a fucking lunatic on paper. Sure. 
But I like, and then you don't even, the other problem is it's so all over your life that you don't even realize it. So like I have a Trump sticker on my microwave in here and Miss Pat came in and with, with all, with like three yeah. other black women and that, and you, they see something and they just go, uh, and you don't even realize yeah. it's there and you're like, oh, it's a joke. Like I, I bought it. I was in Arizona. Like, yeah. I put up a Trump flag. My daughters were gone. Okay. I put up a <laughs> You really leaned into this bit. You're like, I voted for him. I donated. I mean, the whole bit was crazy. <laughs> it's like it's like Jordan Rubin's joke. Jordan Rubin Joe's Jordan Rubin has a joke. He goes, I went to a gay bar the other day and it was great because this guy started hitting on me. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. So I started hitting on him back. Just as a joke, right? Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, Can I buy you a drink? He's like, Yeah, I'll let you buy him a drink. And then he he bought him a drink, but he's like, whatever. And then He's like, I'll take you back to my room and suck your dick. And I was like, okay. So he sucks my dick. <laughs> okay. And he's like, jokes on him. I'm not gay. <laughs> how about Norm telling fucking, how about Norm telling Larry McDonald he's a closeted gay man? When Norm was saying that he was gay? Have you ever yeah, seen? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's Norm like, might I'm be the closeted fucking, gay man. I'm a very, clo- like, very. You're telling me you're gay. He's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, everything he did. The yeah, fucking, but, the, it, the podcast he was doing the norm mcdonald live or norm mcdonald show those if you just go on youtube and look at the compilations of just type in worst jokes compilations dude there's one with uh funkhauser what was his name the guy from uh curb that that also died funkhauser you ever watch curb never saw curb. oh okay never saw an episode it's, of it's curb phenomenal curb. really yeah it's very funny but there's a guy and they do this thing where they read jokes at the end of the show have you ever yeah, seen yeah, that? yeah 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 of course and he makes them read it and all that stuff but there's one with Funkhauser, and he's like, I'm going to fuck this up. But he's like, a, a very large gold chain would be a very nice gift for an expensive slave. <laughs> that was the, and he's like, you can't say that. Who's uh, writing this? You can't say no, that. Yeah. He's like, I didn't write it. Yeah, that was the bit. That was the bit. That every was the time bit. They, I didn't write it. Every time they would go, who wrote this? And you go, ah, some guy. Well, you know what's so funny about Norm is he really did know. deconstruct things. Yeah. Like, like when we did the cabin, I had writers write jokes for me. Yeah. And I really said some horrible stuff, especially to Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. And, and it, it, there really is. And I, I think of it now and I go, <laughs> especially to Caitlyn Jenner. I said some pretty aggressive stuff. And what did you say? I don't want to go over it. But yeah. she was cool as shit about it. Yeah. But if, if someone got those and she didn't laugh, no one laughed. Nikki Glazer was like, oh. Yeah, and I was like, "What? I thought, someone wrote it. Well, I thought, we're having fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm working right now, people. Yeah. Like I'm doing my fucking job. Yeah, and that's the thing about Norm is that he de- he he kind of deconstructed the the joke. Like I, I didn't write it. Yeah, there, there's literally a whole compilation of who wrote this. Yeah, because every single guest would say the same thing. They'd read a joke and be like, "Who? You wrote this? He'd be like, nah, I didn't write it. Yeah, some guy. Yeah, it's." Yeah, I think what's what I love. Yeah, that sucks. He was, he was like one of my favorites, easily. Like he was the best. Do you remember when you discovered Damn. him? I went to well, Dirty Work came out okay. when I was a, I was young. Yeah, but no, but no, but no, but no, but not not just saw him for the first time. I meant discovered how brilliant he was. Um, yeah, the first time I realized that he was the best was uh, I went. My sister was the one who used to take me to comedy. Like I saw she was in college and Chappelle came to her college. I was like a sophomore freshman in high school. She brought me, I got like drunk and got to see Chappelle in like a oh. gym at Susquehanna university. Oh, and wow. like, uh, but then she took me to see Norm at helium in Philly years ago. And he, 
he just he walked out. He was like, ah, I wish I would have had that ham sandwich. Anyway, and just started his show. Yeah. And then there were there were a lot a lot of times where the crowd didn't get didn't him. get him at all. And just me and my sister were in the back just crying, laughing the whole fucking show. And it was like it's the best. Do you ever hear it's like the, the best feeling? Do you ever hear the story about uh, Norm meeting George Burns? No. Ah, uh, I love this. What happened? So uh, Norm told this on radio. So I, I was such a big fan of Norm's. <clears throat> I discovered him on. I mean, I, I knew who he was. I, I, I liked him. I knew that he gambled. I knew that he part like I, all the things about him. I was on board with. That's who I am. Yeah. And I was like, I like that guy that you can't really put your finger on. And he may not show up. I like that. I like that energy. Um, and then I discovered him on that. Obviously, the one of the greatest talk show moments ever when he's on with uh, what's her name? And the she lady. Says, yeah, she's doing board chairman, chairman of board. the board. Yeah, joke. Norm, you got a joke about that? As board spelled B O R E D. <laughs> and and it was. And then I went. I I mean, I got up and I was like, holy shit, holy shit holy shit and then i started googling norm mcdonald and everything he did made me laugh and i went oh my god so he goes to do my buddy cowhead's uh my cowhead's radio show cowhead text me he would text me if there was someone on that i i liked and he would let me call in and i could listen to their radio interview this is mm. before any satellite any, any oh yeah, yeah yeah so like geraldo would come in i just wanted to hear like with guys like geraldo or burr like i, I was friends with burr but I still wanted to hear how they did radio. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd seen other guys do radio and I was like, am I doing too much energy? Like, should yeah. you sit in the pocket? And it was like, I mean, this is really horrible to say, but it was like watching other people's sets going like, I've yeah. never seen other people do radio. And so he calls me and he goes, Norm McDonald's coming in. And I was like, oh, fuck. So Norman comes in and I, and he, I must have been a little buzzed on something. <laughs> and, and he goes, did I, did I ever tell you about the time I met George Burns? And Cowhead goes, no, what happened? He goes, well, I was, I was a young comic, and I had a little heat. And they said to me, uh, George Burns wants to do your movie. And he goes, George Burns? Cigar smoking George Burns? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, George Burns? And he's like, he's like, well, wait, how old is he? And they're like, well, he's 95. And Norm's like, he can do a movie? And they're like, oh, no, he is with it. He's with it. He's yeah. as sharp as attack, agile. I mean, he's a smart guy. He's there's he, he doesn't miss a beat at 95 or however old he was at the time. So Norm goes, okay. And they're like, he's going to fly you out to LA. You're going to go to his country club. You're going to pitch him the movie. By the way, all the comedy legends are going to be sitting at his table. Yeah. And so he goes, okay. So he flies out to LA. He's a young kid, goes to this country club, Beverly Hills country club or something. That's definitely not it. Cause I, I know that country club, but he goes to the country club and he goes, he said, he, he shows up to the table and it is comedy legends. I mean, like the fucking who's who of comedy. And as a comedy fan, he's just like, oh my God, I'm going to pitch my movie in front of all these guys. George Burns shows up totally lucid and he goes, ah, guys, this right here is the future of comedy. And he's like, he's, everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. And so he, George Burns sits down and Norm stands up. And he starts pitching his movie, and it's killing. It's killing. He's like, I'm about to make a movie with George Burns. George Burns is laughing. Everyone else is laughing because George is laughing. And halfway through through his pitch, he looks over, and George Burns is buttering his hand. (laughs) He goes, 
He goes, this is, that was making this movie. This is <laughs> he goes, George Burns is buttering his hand. <laughs> ah, just my luck. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm certain there's probably a better version of that story. More accurate. No, I, I birded it up a little no, bit, it's hilarious. but I heard it on radio. I'm crying laughing. Because, you know, he tells it with the Norm Cadence. Yeah. Oh, what a great fucking dude. He walked it's in. how he talked about it. Oh. Now, who should I see there but George Burns? Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's funny, too, because there are... I, I think that style of, of comedy... Because you couldn't tell if he was... The, the joke... If he was joking with you. You couldn't tell if he was fucking with you. You know? Like, there yeah. was a... Yeah, he always had that. Like he would say, he's like, he never drank. Yeah, say stuff like that constantly, and it's like, did he? Yeah, I think he did. I'm almost certain, but I have no idea. He came in and he walked into the backstory of the store one time, and uh, and someone said, "Norm, can you get some drink?" He goes, "No, no, sober, sober." He looks, he goes, "Joe, what you got in that pen?" And he goes, "Oh, it's it's marijuana." He goes, "I'll take a hit," (laughs) and he took. And Joe goes, "It's really strong." And Norm just goes. Bill Clinton killed a man. And we're like, <laughs> what the fuck? He just was so fucking fuck. great. But the, the thing, the thing is that I wonder what percentage of comics have it. Okay. The comic spirit, meaning like everything is about yeah. the joke. There's a lot of guys like, like I would argue 100% John Mulaney has the com- comic spirit as, as despite the businessman that he is, yeah. I think his whole intent, and I don't, I really don't know John other than a few passing hellos, but I, everything I see about him is joke first. The fact that that Royal Watch thing he did with Seth Meyers, I felt exactly like he did about, because I was watching The Crown at the same time. So like, but what percentage of comics, J, Big J Oakerson is joke first. Yeah. Ari. Or, oh, Ari is to a fault. Ari is to a fault. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a major fault. Yeah. Uh, and he is upset with you when you don't get it. For sure. But sometimes I get it and it's. Eh. <laughs> you know, but uh, so oh, no, by the way, you're telling that to me who I mean, Ari is, has done things to me, not besides drugging me. Yeah, has done things to me where I, I wish go, someone would fucking drug me with Molly. What you wish? Oh, I love Molly. Oh, well, fucking not after everyone just died from fentanyl true and now i'm i'm off um but he like he i remember one time he pulled that ass rag out of his asshole yes yeah, tried to put tried <laughs> to put sucks. it in my mouth that sucks and i'm like that's not <laughs> yeah cool. that's not funny that's not like that's not funny yeah, that would, but, i mean that's a fight you have to fight but ari like not ari, a ari the joke for ari can go up to the fight yeah and then if you get upset i think that's when ari starts well, jo- awesome. enjoying it dude i've said it a bunch of times but ari with the kobe thing my my because even i've said this too like even despite me being canceled and being taken out of context and everyone oh, piling on throwing you and him up i do it i do it constantly like i'm still like if i see someone getting canceled i'm like oh what'd they do and i'll see it and my first gut reaction is like that's actually really fucked up you know what i mean like really? still just for like a minute and then i'm like what the fuck dude what am i talking about but like with ari's with kobe like gotta go and look you're amateur nope there you go it didn't uh 2004 whatever oh 
It's a big, big one. one. It's a big one. Let me see mine. Toss me up next to him. There's no way his is bigger. You got him. Yeah. You got him. Barely, though. That's surprising. As far as like comedy first and being like pure like that, it took me a minute. To, and then the longer it's gone on, oh. and the longer people have you been beat upset. Him? I did. Hold on. I got to justify what I'm saying about okay, art. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. sorry I don't want it to sorry, sound like sorry, I'm trashing sorry. art. No, I'm no, saying, no. You know what? We're done. I think it's a good point. The Kobe thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the, the Kobe thing, like at first I was like, this is kind of fucked up. And then I just like, obviously I'm friends with him. So I didn't like, I wasn't like, what the fuck, Ari? Yeah. But like, uh, after like a couple of days and then the more anger it was bringing and the more people like crying and being like, what the fuck? I was like, ah, it's starting to get funny. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like as soon as, as soon as like a club was getting like a bomb threat, I was like, all right, I see. That's a good one. That's a good one. That was a good one. Funny. I am back in therapy uh, and I got to be dead honest with you. I do online therapy and it is so much easier for me because I don't end up resenting the therapy itself. For me, online therapy allows me the opportunity to do it when I want to. And, and, and then, and by the way, it's just literally one hour of my day, not a 30 minute drive and then an hour or some time waiting because you want to get there earlier and then a 30 or minute drive in traffic that you got to try to book in, it, shove in your day. That's a two hour commitment. Here's why. I love BetterHelp. BetterHelp has helped myself and several people I know get through some difficult times. If you're someone who feels like you need to talk to a certified professional about your personal issues, BetterHelp is here for you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And by the way, that is just as good as, on camera is just as good as off camera because quite honestly, I do it a lot of times on my treadmill so I'm killing two birds with one stone. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind, right? I mean, think about it. All the things you invest in, a better pillow, a better blanket, a better car, a better house, Dude, the mind is the one thing that helps you get all those things. Why not invest in that? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And BirdCast listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Bird. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Bird. We recently received our Helix mattress. We put it in our guest bedroom, and that has become the sleeping bedroom. It was so easy to put together. I remember the days when you had to get a mattress on the top of your car and hold it on with your buddy and drive slow as crap down Monroe Street and hope that it didn't fly off. I got a mattress at a place that was throwing away mattress. And I was like, free king size mattress. Who doesn't want that? This was so easy. It was delivered to our door in a box. We moved the box into the room, open the box, unopen the, open the mattress. And it was literally set up within a matter of minutes. And it is the most comfortable fucking mattress you could ever imagine. We fight to sleep in that room. My wife gets it every night and then I sleep in the master bedroom because i snore and she gets and you can tell it's changed her personality um there's so many things if you're looking for a mattress if you want to go to helix all you do very easy you take a quiz you order the mattress that matches to you and that mattress comes right to your door shipped for free you don't even need to go to a mattress store again bam told you that helix is awesome but you need to take my word for it they were voted the bat number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by gq and wired and Helix has been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as the go-to solution for improving your sleep. All you got to do, go to Helix.com 
sleep.com slash Bert. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They're going to match you to a customized mattress. It's going to give you the best sleep of your life. You can ask my wife. They have a 10-year warranty. 10-year warranty. They have a 10-year warranty. Wow. Holy. Are you serious? They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up so you don't, if you don't love it, but you will. You're going to love it. Trust me. Leanne loves it. Helix is even financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Bert. He, uh, yeah, he, that, that, um, I, I, I still remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember his, you know, I don't, I don't think any of the fucking outside stuff bothered him at all. What I think bothered him was the insular comics not coming to it. For sure. Friends. And I, and I was one of them. I, I lost I, a lot. I lost a couple friends over SNL. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of people that like, didn't stand up for me that they know I would have done that for them. Really? Yeah. Can you write their names down on a piece of paper so I know who they sure. are? Um, it's funny because it's a weird thing. Like, if it, when Tom gets canceled, and this will be soon, yeah. No, but no, but like, <laughs> like there's you, there are some ride or dies that you you kind of have to have, you know. Like, but the question is, it's like I remember uh, watching people do it for people. Yeah, I remember watching bleep both these names out. I remember watching back up. And it backfired so bad that you're like, I actually don't know what you just tweeted. Yeah, uh, that is sure. It's really fucking fascinating. And it still happens. Like I'll put out a special and then some fucking right wing psycho will retweet it and be like, this is comedy. And it's like, all right, well, thanks. But not yeah. you. Not you. <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> that's really, that's really interesting. Yeah. Cause I don't, you know, I tr- I try to keep all my all my shit in a corner, mm-hmm. and then not and and like just go like all my opinions about stuff. Like I know very clearly that if I go on this podcast today with you and we talk about certain subjects, that what people will do is it'll get clipped out and it'll be viewed millions of times, and it's a great way to sell tickets. Yeah, it's just not the business I want to be in. Yeah, is and I and and, and you know. And I've been caught up in it. I've done it on accident where you, especially when you go on someone's show who's never met you and they can ask you questions because you don't know them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, you're like, that's ah, not a question I want to answer or be on the record for. And then you're, and you're a little buzzed and all of a sudden you say something about a friend of yours and it doesn't come out the way they want yeah, it to. I've done that and I've had to apologize. I've had yeah. to apologize. Yeah. Especially like if you talk shit on a friend. Like, yeah. Even just a guy you barely around. know. Like yeah. you kind of know. I had one guy hit me up and he's like, Hey man, I know we're not like best friends or anything, but I thought we were at least cool enough yeah. where you wouldn't say something. And I was like, I don't even know what I said. <laughs> I really didn't. I don't even remember. And I was like, and I, I didn't want to watch it again. I just wanted to be like, look, my intentions were to kind of dodge the, the fucking yeah. question. Yeah. And then, and so I just apologized. I was like, it's not my intention. And I, I'm really sorry. You want to know what's funny? Yeah. The way I know my special is doing well and is like respected in comedy. There's yeah. a lot of uh, people have apologized to me in the last like week. Really? A lot of people who threw me under the bus have randomly DM'd and texted and been like, I'm sorry. And it's like, you fucking pussy. Nah. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. Because I've trashed people. Yeah. I've trashed a ton of people. 
Oh, I've tried to talk Dude, to people. When my podcast started, it was I was an open micer in Philly. That was good. I was good at stand up. I was better than where I was. Yeah. My talent exceeded my station as an open micer in Philly. So I was just disgruntled. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it works. I mean, you still have it. Like to this day, like there's still parts of you that are like, what the fuck are they doing with all that? I should have that. Like there, there's still oh, that. Oh, there is a, there is a fucking. It's, it's, it, thank God it's, I've done it. It's dissipated. I've lost it quite a bit. Yeah. Cause when I fucking started, dude, I was just like, fuck them. They suck. Let and me then, tell you. And then you'd run into them or you'd see them. Like I would trash someone special. I'd be like, this special stinks. Fuck them. And then you see them on stage in real life and you're like, all right, they're pretty good. Yeah. I'm a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Living with five dudes in West Philly, trashing people. Oh, I, well, there's, I think there's a point in a career where you aren't getting the opportunities. You're seeing people that are your peers, your exact age, even sure. younger than you getting opportunities. And you're going like, why the fuck am I not getting these opportunities? I, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's so funny. There's a guy. Which is such a fucking chick mentality. Uh, there's a guy. <laughs> there's a guy that uh, trashed me. Yeah. To Segura. Trashed me. Yeah. So bad. Segura had to edit it out. And. And then, and then kept some in just so that I know who it was. Yeah. And, I, and it was, and it was, and I was just like, I was like, I was like, what did I do to that guy? I thought we were friends. Yeah. And it's, it's not a representation of our friendship or it's a representation of how he feels about himself in the industry. Yeah. That's how it is. And, and you just go like, I can, and by the way, I saw him right after that and my feelings had changed about him and he was like the nicest guy. He's like, oh, what's up, Bert? Yeah. Gave me a big hug. And I was like, I was like, I, and I was like, wow. And that's it, all it is, too. Once you see someone in person, like I had a thing, I was like talking shit with like Godfrey back and forth. Yeah. Like he had called me like a Klansman when I was getting fired. So then I went on, I was like, fuck him, whatever. He stinks, like all that. Yeah. And then I just saw him in person. I was like, because he knew, we both knew that that was going on. And so I saw him and I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I shouldn't have publicly said all that shit. And he was like, yeah, me neither. And that was it. Yeah, that's, that's all it takes. Because Godfrey did that to Ari hardcore. And oh, really? he went after Joe, too. Well, he's wild. Yeah, he does. Jack. He <laughs> he's wild. Yeah. He's like jacked and 55. He's not 55. I think he's old. No. 55 might be wrong. He looks fucking Godfrey, Dude, by the way, Godfrey, Godfrey, might, right. be, Godfrey right. might be 20 years older than me. And you're totally looks, right. Is that Godfrey is, you, when you, you forget Godfrey on stage is a fucking hurricane. Yeah. It's no way. Yeah, dude. No way. He's an Adonis. He's in he's, great. He's, he is great. Also, by the way. Hey, I'll tell you this, because I it was at the cellar, and I was like, all right, I got to fucking get this done. I got to say... Like, I don't want to, I don't want to such a good looking man. Yeah, he is. I was like, I don't want to have like a beef in comedy. That's about as fucking lame as it gets. So I was like, I'm going to go up to him. I'm going to say whatever I said. It wasn't like solemn. I wasn't like, yeah. I'm so sorry. I was just like, look, none of that's real. I don't care. Uh, but I was waiting for him. He was on stage. And I like, I never like, I've, I've seen Godfrey a couple times, but I was never like in the room with him and he's fucking jacked. Oh, he's jacked. Very I, was, jacked. I was just standing there waiting. I was like. Is he gonna fuck me up when he gets off and stage? And he's a like a black belt in Hapkido. Dude, he yeah, he would murder me. Yeah. So he while I'm standing there, I'm like, dude, I might get my ass beat right now. 
I don't think Godfrey's afraid. No, of course. To, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, he's not afraid. Yeah, he's not afraid to throw hands. He's not afraid at all. But he gets off stage and is before I even got to say a word, he was like, ah, like it was that. It was yeah. right away. Godfrey's a very sweet dude. Yeah. But he it does. You're right. He does. He does get wild. Like he he's does. Wild. <clears throat> Good. Type in he's Godfrey hairstyles. Be wild, dude. Type in Godfrey hairstyles. He is a guy who has had a bunch of different. He's great head of hair. Great. Never mind. <laughs> It's fucking whatever. I wish I had hair like Godfrey. He has had such different cool hairstyles. Just go to images of Godfrey and go through. Um, my least. I'll tell you my least favorite Godfrey hairstyle. No, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. I don't. I like that. Okay. My go back. I like the. By the way, no one can see what we're talking about. <laughs> Everyone's listening to this, going like, "That's a good one." Uh, that's a good one. I didn't like the faux hawk. I, ne- I never liked the faux hawk really yeah it was my favorite but but you gotta remember that i knew that and by the way that's not the faux hawk there was a period where he had like the the wesley snipes from from uh demolition man Mm. and uh and but no i like the the, that one go below 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 the one just go straight down to the right up to the left that one that's my favorite so you I, like that? Yeah, I like that a lot. But that's the, that's the Godfrey I know. Like that's what he wore. When yeah. I, you can tell by the necklace. You can see the necklace. You can date date him by the necklace. But that's the Godfrey I remember seeing every day. Mm. Um, what was he? At? He was out here. No, he was in, LA, in New York. I started, oh yeah, I yeah, started yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. I didn't start with him. He was already yeah. well ahead of me. But um, he was. I worked the door when he was a regular. And so the rule was: is if uh, if I brought in twenty five people, I could go up before Godfrey that's awesome right before right before godfrey and it was a great spot because godfrey everyone was excited to see godfrey he fucking just he kills he i remember he kills him. for a long time too he'll just fucking run the light just murder he's he there's a couple of those guys at the cellar that do that that you just Greer Barnes. Greer you just Barnes gotta, is one of the best comics i've ever seen perform yeah. one a guy that literally walks in a room grabs everyone in his hand and goes you're coming with me yeah and it is fucking phenomenal yeah. why it's it's a lesson it is a real lesson. And I got to tell you, the, the one of the most important things when you're a young comic is to watch great fucking comics. Dude, great comics. Like a tell. I get to watch a tell. I get to watch a tell. Like when I'm when I'm in New York, I get to watch a tell like every night. And he he goes on and just it's dude. He takes a recorder out and starts. He takes it out of his jacket and he's it's crazy. I, I, I would sit. It's so good. I would do my spots. When I before I started working the door with Boston Comedy Club, I would every night be at the cellar in the back table watching the tell at like eleven fifty whatever. Yeah, it goes on late. Yeah, and every fucking night, and I would I would record. Did he used to talk to the comics? Because he does that. I don't know how long he's been doing that. Like no 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 no. Whoever went on before him. So like now, and I'll do it on purpose a lot. So like he can talk to me. So I like hang out in the back, and then I'll be like. He'll, he'll ask a question, be like, Shane, what do you think of vibrators? Yeah. Or like something like that. And it, what's funny is he does improv, kind of. But like, no matter what I say, he's like, shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. He does this thing where he makes you feel like you're bombing for it, like trying to, he's like, wow, great material, Shane. <laughs> yeah, it'll keep going. <laughs> the, last, you, the last time it I works because it hurts. It's like you're in the back, like, fuck, 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 I'm ruining the, it. The last time I, one of the, the first, okay, the last time I was there, he asked me to come up on stage with him. And I was way too hammered. I was way too you hammered. You said no? And I said no. Oh. I was like, no, because I don't. I have a rule. I don't go up wasted drunk on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because I if I'm wasted, then it just it it's never as funny as I as it's everyone thinks sad. it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, the first time I walked through, I'd been written up in Rolling Stone as the number one party animal in the country. I moved to New York. I walk up. I meet Dimitri Martin. I had a dream. I I ran into Dimitri Martin yesterday. He's deceptively old. No, he's not. He's forty eight. Yeah, he looks like he's fucking. Oh, oh, I see what you're 12. saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he does. He yeah. I was like, wait, he's my age. The first time I looked up Dimitri Martin's age, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he looks like he's. I was 32. off like a decade. Yeah, he looks. Yeah. He lo- that's the crazy thing when you found out Norm was sixty one. I was like, oh, I thought he was like fifty something. Sixty one. Yeah, like, I guess. I guess yeah. that's what it is. How old's David Spade? David Spade he's was probably sixty. No. No. Fifty five. Wait, how old Sandler? How old Sand- Sandler's got to be? Spades 50. Sandler's not in his 40s. I'm thinking Sandler's in his 40s. Sandler's got to be 57. 55. No, 40, 49. 49. Sandler's 55. 55. No fucking way. Adam Sandler's the best, dude. The best. I, would, uh, I, I ate a weed edible this week. and I, So last year around Halloween, I watched Hubie Halloween. Have you seen it? It's one of uh, Sandler's. Netflix. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, I did it. So I put it on, thinking like, all right, this is going to be the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. I mean, it's a kids' Halloween movie. Yeah, and it's phenomenal. It's great. Hubie Halloween's so funny. It's fucking great. And then, uh, but it doesn't mix well with because when I take weed, I it's I have a bad experience ninety nine percent of the time. For real? Yeah, I hate it. I just get only negative. Oh, only negative. I sometimes do. But. So I took this weed edible and I was with my lady and I was like, we're going to watch Hubie Halloween tonight. Wait till you see how good this is. <laughs> like Four minutes in, I was in my head like, I look like a fucking retard. This <laughs> I was like, this is the worst fucking movie of all time. <laughs> all my insecurities about Hubie Halloween came out. Oh, Dude, I'm telling you, Hubie Halloween holds up. It's it's such a great movie. It's so funny. And by the way, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here yeah. and say every Adam Sandler movie holds up. I mean, they're all good in that in that even like what dude, I saw Waterboy four times at oh, least. Oh, that's a great I mean, in theater. In that's theater. a great movie. But I'm saying like even ones like uh like uh like Jack Good and call. Jill. I don't know if I've ever even seen Jack and Jill. I'm well, sure that's see, what happens is it comes out in the theaters <laughs> and then it gets trashed and no yeah. one wants to watch it, right? Yeah. And it's only getting trashed because it's Adam Sandler and, and the critics want to fucking Ron's beat him up. Got a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Which I'm makes it you, funnier. It's making it funny. Jack funnier. and Jill is. I, I watched it and I'm crying laughing going, yeah. Jill is Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the sixth sense. You put it together. It was a oh, twist dude. at the end. You're like, wait, Jill's been Adam Sandler this whole time. I got, I had the best experience at the sixth sense. I went with a girl that I was dating. I wish I could remember her name. I got a picture of her. She's pretty hot and yeah. really awesome. Very Italian from Chicago. It was like, God damn it, man. I want to, I wish I could find out what she's doing now, what she looks like, what her life's yeah. like. Cause she was, she will be a great mom. She was smart as fuck. And I bet she still works. And I bet they have a fucking huge house. Nice. And, and but, she took me. She goes, we got to see this movie, The Sixth Sense. I knew nothing about Sixth Sense, right? Yeah. Sold out movie theater. Sold out movie theater. Yeah. Sitting in between. I'm sitting next to this black dude with dreadlocks. Sitting with her next to me is black dude with dreadlocks. Me and the black dude get that it's that he's dead at the exact same time. At the, the identical same time. Uh, that's why you haven't been here the whole time. Whatever. And then all of a sudden I go, 
And I hear the black guy go, oh. And I look at him and he goes, and I said, <laughs> and he goes, he, he's dead. And I go, he's dead. He's dead. And by the way, we get it so, so timed perfectly that in the movie theater, everyone starts going, like it starts to raise energy. We get done the movie, me and the black guy stand out. We do not know each other. Yeah. Stand out on the corner. It's the movie theater on like 17th and fucking third or whatever. Or like, or 17th and fifth um above like four blocks above uh above union square okay uh, oh that's where the movie theater is we stand on the corner me and this black dude and we break down the movie to each other and and solve it riddle for oh that's why that's why he didn't see him like because we had to yeah. think, there was no internet where you could just go through and get all the answers me and this dude and then i was like I was like, oh, well, I was like, we should go get a drink and talk more about this. And he was like, I don't drink. Yeah, he's like, like, okay. okay. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> are you gonna try to kiss me? And then he curb stomped me. <laughs> um, this is fucking. I'm gonna tell you a story. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. A have st- you heard uh, Bargatze's joke about Six Sense? No. It, oh dude, wait, wait, wait. About he's yeah. like how bad marriage is. Yeah, that the sixth sense we all just assumed they hadn't talked to each other for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> like he sits down at dinner, they don't even speak. She leaves. Yeah, you can kill me. I have to pee again. Go pee. This Go sucks. Pee. And we're back. What uh, vodka is doing well? Vodka is perfect. It's always better when you drink on a podcast. Yes. My problem is I do podcasts. I I do so many podcasts a day. Not today, but like that. It, it at one point I was like. I think I'm not going to be able to drink for all of these because I was like, I'm drinking way too much. Yeah. But I was, I was already, I've already kind of written off the fucking week. Yeah. It was like, I, I, I we had a screening. It was supposed to be like to yesterday morning for the movie. And I was like, uh-uh. I, I'm not yeah. doing, because I'm going to drink at the screening. I'm not going to watch my movie sober. Like for, for sure. the first cut. I'm not going to fucking sit through the first cut, watch it sober and then give you sober notes. Damn, I can't even imagine watching a movie. Like a, spe- a special sucks. I never had to do that. I never had to watch my own special. What about this one? You didn't watch it? I one? did. I did. I had to do this. Uh, it's rough. It it's blows, rough. It's dude. rough, right? It's the worst thing ever. Yeah. So I I have yeah. a, when I do a special, I have the, a magic sauce that I do. Um, I bring Leanne. Uh, I, I, and I bring cocktails. Yeah. And so we sit down, crack it, talk to the editor about I'll get him to fill me in down everything. First cocktail. As soon as I feel a little bit of buzz, I go, all right, let's play it. <coughs> so yeah. we start playing it. And uh, Leanne has a very, um, she's an invaluable human being to me. Yeah. In, in all on it. We're going through a really good married period right now. Uh, like, that's yeah, great. Yeah, like for whatever reason, she, we're both, We I think I got grounded because I've been gone for so long. I think I got grounded and. And it made her relax a little bit. Yeah. It made everyone relax a little bit. We had a great morning this morning. I woke up early with my daughters, watched Georgia make breakfast. I made myself an egg sandwich and we talked. It was a really great morning. Isla was a little bit of a bitch, but but uh, she was a lot of <laughs> I was a bitch. bitch who almost ruined it, but yeah. For real. I mean, her and Leanne almost got into a fucking fight. Nice. And then, um, but Leanne is very, almost like a serial killer, is like very detached from the art. She's seen it. She knows it's good. It's good. We're going to be fine. And then she'll be like, all right, <coughs> cut. Just chop all that shit out. You don't need that shit. And you're like, dude, I'm like, hold on. Are you sure? It's so funny. It's so funny to have like a family. Like, so I don't have anybody. So the special is just me. Yeah. It's funny that you have like mouths defeated. You're like, all right, guys, 
come watch this. And they have to sit there and be like, <laughs> like if it sucks, they have to sit there and be like, fuck, we're going we're gonna, yeah. oh, to lose everything. <laughs> I fucking, I think Leanne, I think part of Leanne's uh, detachment, emotional, emotional detachment from the special is that she goes, this is going to pay, this is how we make money for the next yeah. year. And she just wants it to be the best it can be. And she goes, I know the material's good. Let's get to it. Cut this, cut this, cut this. And wow. like, she'll be like, I don't need it. Like really, like really dismissive. Wow. I'm like, well, I think that's a good part. Like there was a good chunk about our dogs and our cats in this, in this special and the Latin, Hey, big boy. She's like, it's too long. And I was like, but they're your dogs and cats too. Like, don't you, I <laughs> don't you like, want them to get some attention. Yeah. And then she just is really, she's really phenomenal at it. And by the way, she did it with the cabin. She did it with, um, Hey, big boy, secret time and the machine she edited Damn. all of them. she's I, I i give notes like i ultimately i guess i have final call but i don't really know what i'm seeing i know it's hard it's if, very i didn't know that i didn't because again this is the first time i've ever looked at a special but i was like i would write notes and be like what do you guys think like i'd be like we could do with this joke or do without it i don't care what do you guys think and everybody would be like no it's your decision and i'd be like i i've said this a thousand times yeah i don't think it's funny <laughs> i don't think anything i, th- I, I think it's funny. funny i'm laughing when i'm when everyone else is laughing because it's fun i'm like yeah. happy on stage yeah but like when i sit down and watch it by myself i'm like this is terrible and then uh i, I it's funny the first time i watched the first draft of my special i was like oh shit like i suck i was like this whole time i was like i'm good at this i'm really good at this i'm excited to put this out and have people see it then I watched the special for the first time and I was like, I'm not going to put this out. This is terrible. But then had a couple of drinks and watched it with my friends. Yeah. And as soon as they started laughing, I was like, you know, it's so funny is, is once I get Leanne's first pass. And by the way, and I say Leanne's and I, I, I should be fair to myself is that I'm not just some bystander. I'm giving notes also. Yeah. But when you hear someone else, when you hear someone else go like, yeah. it's going to be fine. It's a great special. And you're like, I don't think so. I think it's horrible. Like I, like all I could, say, and this is why why I am nervous about watching the screening. Is I go, I, we watch dailies, and I would and I would be like, oh my god, everyone in the room would be laughing, and I'd be like, this is so bad. All that, and then my co star, one of my co stars, said to me, that was great. What are you talking about? And I was like, did you see how baggy my eyes were? And she goes, oh, god. she's like, she's yeah. like, she's like. Wait, you just looked at yourself the whole time? Yeah, of course. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, have you ever watched a movie and just stared at one person? And I went, no. No. She goes, you you weren't looking at, she goes, you weren't looking at the, and I can't say the thing, but all the things in the things going off the things. And I was like, no, I was looking at my like, hair. No, people are going to think I look ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, you do look ugly. Yeah, That's why like, it's funny. What do you think? You're like a dream boat? Yeah. And <laughs> But it's, it's. It's uh, but the second pass of the special where I've given my notes, then then you start getting hope, and you go like, yeah. you go okay, hope. That's not a good thing. You know, I never want hope. Yeah. Uh, like, norm, the, norm, really? Yeah. He, Sorry, he, but I <laughs> I go at the second pass. I go, oh, this could be really good. Like if 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 I can figure out this chunk's losing me, if I can figure that out, and luckily I've shoot four specials. You know what? Do you want to know what I? I had an epiphany so Chappelle signs these deals for specials and he puts a lot of the money back into the special to make the special the best thing you said you've ever seen and in essence what i realized 
is he is cementing himself as the goat in comedy because not a lot of comics are willing to say say netflix gives me 20 million dollars to go i'll make a 20 million dollar special and go the movie costs 20 million dollars why wouldn't we make it why wouldn't i film it as many times as i could why wouldn't i give myself the best swings at at best at bats as possible why wouldn't i pick the best location so many times you get a location where they're like you should do this in chicago and you're like well i was just in chicago like three months ago and they're like that's fine it's fine and i go no that's not fine like i I, I, it's so funny i said it to rogan and i i said i'd like to do my special where no one's seen the material that's why i did it in austin yeah yeah i've never never did a weekend in austin it's like they laugh at the 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 first time yeah they're like you should do it in philly and i'm like i've i've run it in philly and even if they've like the audience there in my own head i'm like they've heard this and the second i think the audience has heard my material before i'm like this sucks the show sucks I would never go to a market and do the same material twice. Why would I shoot my special? I have. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're I'm you're young. Same, I'm running the same hour everywhere. I, 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 <laughs> I, you, I, you takes you ten years to write your first hour. Yeah, and then I would argue another five to write your second. That's exactly where I'm at. That was like ten years. Yeah, ten years. Yeah. I did my first special, comfortably dumb. Um, two or three bits. I'm still, I still, am super proud of. Yeah, but the majority of it's kind of like, majority of it's majority of it is not it's not my voice yet mm-hmm. um the machine is more my voice than that one and then secret time is like secret time's my voice yeah and then hey big boy is like hey big boy i i think is even more my voice and i go but i need to like distance myself from my voice and make it yeah, a, yeah, and yeah. the next one needs to be and i, I think I'm, i have enough time between now and when i shoot my next special to really dial in this hour that's what yeah. you want you want the hour then you want the offer. Then you want a, a year or so to fucking 18 months to work on it. I don't have that much time, but I have enough time where you go, oh, I can fucking really make this good. Yeah. Like if you put in the work, that's why it's so, I'll tell you what, it's so important to videotape yourself and watch yourself on camera. I know. Every, that's the, the advice is always record it and listen to it. And I'm just, I can't, but it's, I know I, I should. It's the same thing. It's like, you should write jokes and i'm like no i can't yeah no oh yeah but but write jokes is in like i remember called i called stand up one time i've said this a million times and i call stand up i go what are you doing he goes oh, i'm just writing goofs and i go what do you mean he goes i'm trying to write a knock knock joke stanhope stanhope and i went really and he was like yeah we're as funny as those guys i should be able to do this and i was like what do you got so far and he's like eh, nothing good and i was like oh yeah I don't have to sit and try to write for my act. I can just write for goofy shit. Sure. And then see if it finds a way into my act. Like, and some days I was telling Tom, I told Leanne the other day and I, I told Tom and I didn't realize it was a bit. And I told Leanne and I realized, oh, this could be a bit by misread words a lot. So like the, I told Tom that the story is it's true. I was in a fucking strip mall and, uh, and I had extra time. And I know what to do. Yeah. And I saw this place called Beard Brothers. And I was like, oh, this I just trimmed the other day. But I was like, oh, I actually need my beard trimmed. I'm like, and I'm not on TV for a while. I was like, I might actually go to a beard place and let them yeah. do it and see how they do it. Like, and like, normally I won't do it because I'm very particular about how I look on television. But I'm not on TV for like fucking two months. Yeah. Three, maybe two months probably. So I go, I'm going to let them do it. And so I walked in and I was like, this is not a barbershop 
I go, this is a bakery. Yeah. What the fuck? And then I look up and it says <laughs> Bread Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so I told it to Leanne. And I, as I told it to Leanne, I went, oh, I can skinny this up. It's a joke. And, and, and turn it into, you know, do you ever like to find a, find a way to skinny it up so it's not this. That's my problem. All my jokes are in story form. Like, it's not a problem, though. People like that. Yeah, but you're, it's funny, even you telling your story about your sister going to rehab is, it's, it's so good because it's not, it doesn't feel like a story, but it is a story, but it doesn't feel like a stereotypical story. You'll see some guys tell stories and you can see that they've, they've watched people tell stories and they tell a story the way the other people tell stories, you know, I'm not going to give you exact names, but I can tell you guys right now who you're like, oh, they can, but like. Your that story is such a good fucking. I've got story. a story right now. I'm trying to make a joke. Yeah, yeah I went to. Yeah, maybe. I no, 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 no. I have like four minutes of new material. Maybe I should no. burn it right no, now. No, no, no. Burn it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I will, dude. I went to uh, Mount Vernon. I went to George Washington's house, his plantation. Really? Yeah, I went. To, you visit George Washington's house. And, Where's uh, Mount Vernon? It's in. It's around DC. It's on the Potomac. Oh. And uh, it's beautiful, but it's it's actually a pretty shitty oh, house. Wow. It's a shitty house. It's from fucking 1770. It's like shitty. But I went in there and uh, I'll fast forward the whole thing. But nope, nope, a, nope, nope. There's nope. a part where I got in there and uh, they have reenactors. And I'm the only one there. Like they, this is a Monday in the afternoon. I'm just doing nothing. Oh, wait, I've been here. Yeah, I've been here. It's fine. You know? But they have reenactors oh, everywhere. Oh shit! I've been here. So I go to the. I, I went to the slave quarters. Yeah. Because I was like, want to see what's going on. Want to see what the fuss is all about. <laughs> <laughs> and I got down there, and uh, I heard like clopping down the bricks behind me. And I turn around, dude, and it was a slave reenactor. It was just a black dude dressed as a slave, and just me in a tracksuit standing there. And he was like, he didn't break character. None of them break character. No. So this dude. No, then I haven't been here. Bro, yeah. This dude comes out. Me and him are the only dudes. And he's like, oh, hello there, sir. This and isn't was, real. This dude, is real. I swear to God. 100%. Oh, my God. And I was standing there like. <laughs> it, it, it was it was almost to the point where he was doing it like on purpose. But oh, like, to see if you'd bite. So I turn around. And I was just like, dude, like, I mean, that's basically the extent of the joke. But it's like he's like. You must be from the future. Look at your outfit. Where are you from? So I was like, I'm from now. What are you doing out? <laughs> Dude, it was this guy. This guy held me hostage as a slavery enactor for it felt like 15. It must have been 10. Must have been 10 minutes straight of a dude. Oh, what a fuck of a dude pretending to be a slave talking to me. Well, you know what? This past summer. That's after the Black Lives Matter thing. Dude, like in the middle of it. Wait, how the fuck? It was crazy. How bad do you need money? Or how uh, how exhilarating is that? You, dude, two things. One, to, to, to be incredible actor. And be in power in every moment. Because you know, every white person's on the edge every of their seat. Like, please, dude, please stop. Please, please stop, stop what you're doing. Please stop. Please. No, the- you started this. <laughs> yeah. so I'm please, doing my job. Please get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. The whole time, I was also thinking about him going in for a uh, <laughs> for the job interview and being like, I'd like to be a tour guide here at the thing. And they're like, 
How do you feel <laughs> about dressing up like a slave every day? So my buddy Steve said, you guys have an opening? <laughs> He's like, and they're like, well, we do. <laughs> uh, oh, man. There, I will say this. There was one moment where he kind of broke because he was like, he was talking about, he was talking about George Washington. They all referred to him as like the general. Everybody. So like Martha Washington comes out and she's like, oh, the general is asleep right now, but I'll take you around the grounds. Oh my God. And dude, I'm by myself. Yeah. This is insane. They think I'm retarded. <laughs> I have, if I'm wearing a mask, it's just my eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone there, I think, thought I had Oh, my God. <laughs> so, but then I run into this. And all I could think of was him just, like, taking his uniform off and driving home. Or keeping it While on. he's talking to me. Or putting it on for a jog. Yeah. Oh, but here's <laughs> the point where he broke me. Uh, he was, or I was, they, he was talking about George Washington. He was like, the general. And I was like, is the general nice? And he was like, well, he owns a plantation. So, No. I was, like, I was like, far out. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, yeah. He was like, well, he owns slaves, so no, he's not great. And I was like, all right. Oh, please stop. Please stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> we, did, we did a, for Triplet, we did a Civil War reenactment with an African, a mixed couple. Uh, one oh, black no. dude. And a, and for a, what? For Triplet, for my travel. Oh, okay, show. okay. So we, anyway, we take this couple from Alaska down to um, South Carolina, and the black dude's never been in the lower forty-eight, and he's like a black dude from Alaska. Yeah, and he plays baseball. And um, black dude from Alaska that plays baseball plays minor league baseball. Yeah, he. Oh, by the way, sidebar: same guy hit me in the head of my dick with a snowball one time, like a year <laughs> earlier, and I thought my dick exploded in my <laughs> pants. Like I put my hand, I was like, it ruptured, it exploded in my pants. Yeah, um, same dude. He had a fucking arm on yeah, I a bet. cannon so we take him down his girlfriend i'm assuming he's not with now but uh his girlfriend a little bit of a hippie dreadlocks which now we know to be cultural appropriation and she's doing it right in front of him i mean just outrageous yeah but uh really cool dude i, I wish i could remember his name and uh we t the first activity we do is a civil war reenactment we go to a of and he goes we pull up and i realize oh fuck yeah we did dude I have I, this, yeah. I said to him, I go, I go, today we're going to a Civil War rewritten accident. As I said, I'm like, oh, God. And he goes, <laughs> what team are we on? I go, we're in South Carolina, so not the right one. Oh, no. You guys did a Confederate reenactment so with, with a black dude? With a black dude. And they would not break character. They would not break character. They, I, I will say they didn't do anything too atrocious, but they were kind of dicks to him. In my opinion, well, they're good actors. They're, it's like that's their thing, and <laughs> and you can see he was like. And what's interesting about this gentleman is, if I'm not mistaken, he'd never been to South Carolina and he'd never experienced Southern racism. I mean, how about way. exactly what he thought it was going to be? And he was like, he was like, wow. And we got in the car, and I go, hey man, I am. Thank you for being so cool. And but I I can't. Uh, don't worry, it won't. It won't get worse than that. And that night, we get to our fucking place where we're spending the night. And it is a plantation mansion. Same place where you just saw me in that suit taking the thing. And we were doing a ghost adventure style thing. You're sleeping in the slave quarters with your girlfriend who's white. 
and they're haunted because the oh owner God, of the plantation's dude. daughters were sleeping with slaves and he went in and killed all the slaves and it was <laughs> dude, that's crazy i know i know we took a we took a woman with ms <laughs> to alaska this is fucking horrible man this was horrible what are you guys doing? we took a woman with ms to alaska and our first activity you ever seen an officer and gentleman yeah, when they put them in the roll cage, oh, slide yeah. them into the pool, flip it upside yeah. down, goes to the bottom of the pool, and you got to hook yourself and get out. We put a woman with MS in there. We didn't know she had MS. She didn't disclose that she had MS, and she literally almost drowned fucking three times. <laughs> she never told us she had MS. She was a cool fucking chick, she, and she was like hard, bu- bust ass, yeah. hard ass, like, I've got this, and I was super insensitive because at the end of the episode, they reveal she has MS at the at the end of the episode, and I'm going like, "What the fuck's wrong with you? You why can't you just take your hand, put it on the seatbelt?" And it, that is the problem. Well, that's with MS. fucked up. That's it, fucked up. They didn't tell you. Well, and we did. We did the most dangerous stuff that took coordination. Like yeah. we put them into we put them into a into a um, crevasse. We lowered sure. her into a crevasse ninety feet, and gave her two fucking ice picks. I'm like, get out. She has MS, and she's like, and we're like, and, and we're like, what is this? Show? We're like, what the fuck? We're like, what the fuck are you doing? Can we go back to the black and white couple with the oh, slave yeah. quarters? Oh, it was. What were you were you like? I know this is two thousand like thirteen or fourteen, so you were yeah. probably like, it's getting close to when like everything. No, it wasn't close. Wasn't close yet to woke. No, it wasn't 16? close to woke. No, I don't. When when was that? It was two thousand twelve. Oh, okay, yeah, so you were four years away. Four years away from woke. But there was a sensibility of like there had to be a part that was like <laughs> well no because it was like it was like the whole point was you're up for anything right and we had we planned the trips for just anyone like and by the way I didn't plan the trips of course our team planned the trips yeah, yeah, yeah. for just anyone not thinking and I I, I ran into you know, this dude from Alaska yeah never left Alaska we're and then they were actually the perfect couple they'd never left Alaska in your in your head when you go say to anyone else we want to take you to savannah georgia you would say who wants to go to savannah georgia and he lit up He was like i've never left the never been in lower 48 he was like you know i gotta be honest with you my family my my family's from down there and i would love to experience the south and i was like fuck yeah perfect and i yes. knew the dude and he was cool as fuck i'd party with him before he was a cool as fucking dude and he had a cannon on his arm yeah and he was a great looking guy yeah gorgeous girlfriend's pretty uh but it was it was uh it was it was we did a lot of that shit so this one couple i took to hawaii and as a joke i said uh we this is when instagram just started popping up and i said we're in the we're in no wrong couple mark and aceling uh trip flip uh Kauai. so the the point of the show was just taking people to a new place a couple Yeah, but right? it was, yeah, the, the third over that that couple, this couple right here. I'm still friends with them. I see them all the time. <laughs> I actually see I, I see them every time I had to go to a show, and they were a lot like me. We had a great time. I had plantar fasciitis at this point, moment, so this trip is so fucked up. This is such a fucking bizarre trip because we go, we go into the woods to go see this like beautiful waterfall or whatever. Yeah, and I go, and Instagram just showed up, and I go, hey, uh, why don't you get? Let's take a picture. We'll post it on your Instagram, and uh and you get on a knee pretend you're proposing to her 
I'll take it. I'll post it on my Instagram and, and it will just, it'll be like a gag. And they're like, and we're all laughing. We're like, great, great call. Great call. So he gets on his knee, takes a picture. We're in the middle of the forest. I posted Instagram. We don't think about it at all. We keep doing our hike. We see the waterfall yeah. or whatever. We come back. We get to do our next segment. And Ace thing's like, oh, that was a bad idea. And I go, why? And she goes, my mom called me crying. She's like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy. Oh, no. and, then, and then Mark shows up. He's like, dude. You take that picture off. <laughs> like, why? He goes, he goes, man, this isn't cool. I guess you're not supposed to fuck around with engagements. He's like, oh god, you need to take it down. So then, so then we take them. So then, then, then this is the next segment we're going. So I take it down, and yeah. then they go, "What are we doing today?" And I said, "Oh, today we're hunting a pig." And so they're like, "Hunting a pig?" And I go, "Yeah." And all these pit bulls show up. We're on Steve Case. Is Steve Case a person? Dude, this show is wild. We you Steve- hunted a pig with pit bulls? It gets worse. And they ripped it gets apart worse. It gets worse. <laughs> we type in, type in the fucking the pictures from this are fucking insane. So we hunt the pig. 12 pit bulls show up. <laughs> they all have tracking devices on them. They let them go and they start hunting the pig. And then we start running after the pit bulls. And then all of a sudden we hear, and the pit bulls have got the pig one on each leg right two on a snout one on an asshole they're holding it's the most violent thing i've ever seen in my fucking life and one of the dudes are with takes a (laughs) knife and goes who's killing it and i look at ace and she goes no no and i go and he gives me the knife and i go i hear the director go it's not your trip it's their trip let them kill the pig so i go mark it's your trip oh my god and he goes huh and mark looks and he goes what am I supposed to do? And the guy goes, stab it in the heart. <laughs> Mark stabs it in the fucking heart. Like, I don't want to do he it. No. Blood all over his hand. And they're like, awesome. <laughs> we got he it. got it. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. He was so traumatized. And then I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God. They fucking gut it. They empty the guts. The dogs eat the guts. And they, they tie its feet together hind the front hind the front and put it on me like a backpack oh and i walked it out of the woods i swear to god i swear to god Dude, this, this is, is this worse. is a comedy you know oh. this? you know that this is a comedy oh this is like a show about this show oh, like a bad like so i i have that picture somewhere of me with a fucking hog over my back pig type pig um i wonder if it's in my fucking phone Dude, I, just being like, hey, I'm going to be on a <laughs> television show. <laughs> just you in the jungle with dogs ripping apart a pig. So aggressive. Which one's Kawhi? This one's Kawhi. I bet I got it. I bet I got it. This is the picture of them proposing. <laughs> okay. It was a simpler time. And then. <laughs> I mean, I hope I have this picture. I don't have a picture. Hold on. Maybe, no. Oh, that sucks too, dude. Just this, being on. I've, I've got the picture somewhere. It's on my profile picture for something. I don't know what it is, and I, and it's me with a pig on my back, and it's like, what the fuck? Just a director forcing a guest to stab a pig in the heart while dogs are tearing it apart is. <laughs> Is fucking hilarious. Is it my Facebook? It's not my Facebook. It's definitely not my Facebook. What is it? It's a profile picture of something of mine where I go, oh, I can't ever get rid of that profile picture because I can't, I don't have it. But yeah, it was, this show was fucking. The show's very funny. 
it was chaos. I remember we went, we went, took a couple in Rush in uh, t- to New York, and we go, hey, we're gonna go to the Russian baths, right? And yeah. Like, oh, cool. What's that? And we're like, come on, we'll go. <laughs> so the first thing they do, every like, couple's like, oh, this will be fun. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so the guy goes, all right, everyone take their clothes off, and the girls like, wait, wait, this gets so much worse. Hold on. So, so they, so. The, every, the guy, the girl's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not really comfortable getting totally naked, and they're like, Ugh, fine. And then oh. like, we're bathing. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to be naked in these Russian baths, and it's supposed. And so she was like, I'm not comfortable being naked on camera and around you guys. And everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> No, the, the fucking people run it. We're like, fine, Jesus. And so, so we go. We do the steam. It's like 250 degrees in the fucking sauna. It's so fucking hot. We get in the water. It's ice cold. And they're like, All right, she's first birch bath. And we're like, what? And he's like, they're like, you lay you on a marble <laughs> slab. And they go, all right, Sergey is going to do you. And so they pull, I swear to God, they pull the curtain back. And Sergey is covered with herpes sores. Oh, no, dude. And she's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. I don't want to get herpes. <laughs> and all of us, I mean, all are like, I think we all got herpes. <laughs> the best, the best, the best, the best one ever. So... We go to Paris, France. Type in Paris, France. Scub picture. Trip flip Paris, France. We go to Paris, France. And and we tell them, we go to the Notre Dame, like right outside the Notre Dame. And uh, and uh, maybe type in art or something. And so we go to the Notre Dame and we're in an art studio that's overlooking the Notre Dame. And they go, uh, to, we, they, I'm not in the shot. It's the two get travelers. And they're like, today you are going to be artists. And they're like, cool. And my director's like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna tr- we're gonna really flip their trip. Dude, they're gonna be, director is wild. They're gonna be they're gonna be doing art, and they're gonna think they're pot- painting the Notre Dame, but it's gonna be you coming out naked. And I went, cool. And so they're looking at the Notre Dame, and then I come up behind them up. Totally oh my god, totally dude! Naked. And they're like, and the and the artist goes, so today you're painting. Your subject over here, and they turn around. And the woman goes, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and, and, and they had told my crew to shoot it tastefully, and they didn't. <laughs> they couldn't use any shots. They just shot me totally naked. Nothing in front of my dick, yeah. just totally yeah. naked. <laughs> and so, and so, it gets worse. So my dick is freezing. We're in fucking Paris, France in the winter. And what are we my talking? My dick is, is fucking We're tiny. Like, a like, like this, like this. Yeah. Like this. And so I and so someone says, hey, man, I'm really cold in here. Can we throw a heater on him? And my sound guy goes, can we put a heater on Bert? And <laughs> someone's like, yeah. So they, I swear to God, they bring a sound. They bring a heater over to, to me. To help your dick. Point it on me. And my dick starts growing just going like oh <laughs> and everyone in the room goes oh my god <laughs> dude what is this show we took this exact same couple this exact same couple we put them very cool couple i'm not shitting on any of the couples the, it's it was so funny that, that like the boyfriend is just like jesus oh he 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 was laughing the whole time he was laughing hysterically she was not cool with it and then we took them directly from here and we go all right we're going and we cut the corner and we're going we're going in a hell. We're spending the night in a in a castle, and we're like, okay, and go, and we're staying in a helicopter. We're flying, getting there in a helicopter, and he goes, sweet, and she freezes, right? Yeah, freezes, and I'm like, okay. I was like, it's fine. I go, don't worry about it. It's gonna be fine. She's like, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. So we get in the helicopter. We have cocktails in there. The guy's kind of into it, 
and I'm like fucking really into it. And she is frozen. She is white. And I go, I go, Hey, are you okay? And she goes, I just, I'm not cool with helicopters. I go, well, it's going to be quick. It's like a 40 minute flight. And she was like, uh, and then on the headset, he goes, she just lost four friends in a helicopter last week. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I work for mountain rescue. So I have four friends. I work at the hospital. My four friends from mountain rescue just died in a helicopter. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is just fucking triggering as shit. And then she goes, and then she goes, just these things aren't safe. One screw and the whole thing falls apart. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. No, I don't is that true? <laughs> Dude, what are the odds of like, hey, we're going to get in a helicopter. It's like. Four of my friends died last week in a helicopter crash. They were mountain rescue out of there. These couples from Denver. It's funny, you know. I, I I have such intimate experiences with so many of these people. That couple, that couple right down there, they're divorced. She lives in hot in. Uh, she lives in a uh, fucking funny bone, northern New York, Syracuse. She lives in Syracuse. I see her all the time. Nice. She comes to my show. I see a lot of these people all the time. They come to my shows and they're like, "Hey, man." Like that, but none of them knew who I was when they were doing when they signed up for this. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy. I I've, I have a bunch of them. Like we had a, one of the one of the women, Allison, and uh, and uh, I'm fucking blanking on names. I'm drunk. Uh, came over when I was on tour this summer and cut all our hairs on tour. I'm feeling good too. Yeah, I'm feeling buzzed. This is nice. I'm even sick in the sip one. This is nice. <laughs> we uh. <laughs> We had, we did a lot of stuff. And then, and there was other things that, you know, cause people didn't know, you didn't know everything about a person. So like we had one trip where we took a, a, a an African-American couple is how you black. say it, a black couple. And we took them to go uh, into the ocean and no, every, everyone just was like, I'm, I'm no one's going to say, Hey, no one's going to say, can you guys swim? Right. Yeah. But what you don't realize there is also a pride that you don't want to be a man that goes, Hey man, I can't do this. I can't swim. Yeah. So the guy, I didn't know how many people couldn't swim. A lot of people can't swim. A lot of people. You know who can't swim? Cut this out. So can you believe that? Yeah. I and he was shocked. He was shocked that people knew how to swim. I was with my friends when when we filmed the special in Austin. I yeah. brought me and my bunch, a bunch of my friends, McKeever, all these guys. We went. We had a pool. I, had a, I bought a nice Airbnb, and me and my friends stayed there. And then we all went swimming. And like three of my friends can't swim. Oh, it's amazing. We taught Jesus. They're all from Philly. They're we, all from Philly. They're all from cities. You, if you're from you know? a city, you can't swim. And Jesus Trejo. Yeah. We I taught we taught him how to swim. We went on tour this summer and we we're like, we're gonna teach you how to swim. And now we I can can't swim. believe it's like uh Well you you know what I mean? I mean yeah, you're so used to it. It's who just who are we just with? Oh, T Pain can't swim. That makes perfect T-Pain, sense. No, but T Pain is like he's like, it's it's an example of like <laughs> I'm comfortable in the water. Yeah, but I can't swim. Like I can be in the water, but I just can't go over my head. And you're like, okay, what are you doing? Oh yeah, we taught. Yeah, look at this. We taught. Hit right there. He wore a mask and snorkel, but no, not mask being, and snorkel really helped him. Oddly enough, not being able to swim is very funny. <laughs> is by the way, hit pause. Uh, drowning grown man strength is the strongest thing I've ever felt. Oh, you tried to like help him and he was and, like pulling you. And when he, he would grab you and you'd be like, whoa, yeah, like, Jesus is fucking like, yeah, he thinks he's chimpanzee dying. strong. Yeah. Like, and so well, I wouldn't say something like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> now what you said is very bad. Chimpanzee. <laughs>
This podcast is brought to you by CrowdHealth. For many people in the U.S. concerned about the cost of health insurance, there are no good options. Enter CrowdHealth. CrowdHealth isn't health insurance. It's a better way to pay medical expenses. It is a community of people who are tired of paying for a broken system, a place where you can get simple, flexible, and affordable ways to pay for your health care. Being in the CrowdHealth community can save hundreds of dollars monthly and put thousands of dollars back into your pockets. Membership is as monthly subscription start or stop when it's convenient for you simple and transparent and pricing customized to fit your needs crowd health even lowers your monthly health care costs and you can see a doctor whenever you want it's super simple using their app you can nearly find any doctor in the country ranked from one to five stars scan bills th- and throw them away crowd health takes it from there press a button to receive a virtual care anytime anywhere and the membership a community of health conscious members who want to get and stay healthy in return for lower prices. CrowdHealth gets rid of the insurance middleman, passes the savings on to its member. 100% of your monthly membership pays for actual healthcare costs, helping the whole CrowdHealth community stay healthy while keeping more money in your pocket. CrowdHealth is available to offer amazing prices because of its community and health-conscious members. But for a limited time, my listeners can get their first month for free. And after you've been a member, CrowdHealth will invite will include a fitness wearable that's going to keep you healthy. That's 30 days to try risk-free plus the fitness wearable. Just go to joincrowdhealth.com slash fit and enter the code BERT at sign up. That's joincrowdhealth.com slash fit. Promo codes BERT. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It is a community-powered alternative. Terms and conditions may apply. The chimps, dude. Have you ever seen the chimp that ate that woman's face? Have you ever had a chimp? I had a chimp locked down on my head one time. No, I've never been around it. Type in Burt Kreischer chimpanzee. There, I had a chimp on my le- on uh, straddling my head, like sitting, uh, like piggyback. No, was it in? No, it's not India's uh, <laughs> piggyback. Image. Piggyback. Is it? How come I don't have any of these pictures that I need right now? I had a chimp. It was on a TV show called Fresh Baked Video Games. And he was on my head and the trainer's like, and he grabbed onto my ears and the trainer fucking freaked out and the chimp locked down and I never felt strength like that. Like fucking, and he was like, oh, he would have just ripped your fucking ears off then he would have bit your face. But anyway, back to trip flip, <laughs> back to trip flip. <clears throat> we take this couple out in the middle of the ocean, yeah. put them in wetsuits give him flippers, and I guess the guy thought the wetsuit would keep him buoyant. And he didn't know how wetsuits work, and he jumped in the ocean and just sank. And my sound guy, John Sales, ripped off his gear, dove in the water after him, and pulled him out of the fucking drink and was like, and the guy just popped up and he goes, I can't swim. And we're like, what were you thinking you were going to do? I thought I was going to wing it. He was like, I, figured, <laughs> I thought I'd figure it out. <laughs> He's like, I was like, and I was like, you've never done it. It's crazy, man. I don't know. They, I guess because I swam when I was like a kid. Yeah. Or like you start when you're so young, but like it does seem something that's just natural. Like you would get in water and be like. So Kyle Cease, do you remember who Kyle Cease is? I don't think so. He was I a comic. Him, he was, no, he was a comic back in the day. He's a motivational speaker now. Fascinating subject. Mm. Stan, he, he used to do a thing called comedy boot camp. And sounds terrible. It Well, Stan Hope wrote a scathing. Something Doug would not like. Of I would I would 
I would pay the $10,000 to watch Kyle's family be marched up on stage and systematically murdered before I'd pay $10,000 to learn. Like Stanhope wrote a scathing, scathing review of this. And it kind of broke Kyle forever. And he never kept, mm. kept stayed in stand up and kind of, and now he's a motivational speaker. And he's, that's pro- not, he's not, that's not very motivating. Well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. And, and so one article and you quit your dream type pull, now you're motivated pull up the article it's pretty fucking aggressive stanhope can really yeah, stand hurt your feelings psycho stanhope can Dude, definitely i've hurt had stanhope i'd stayed out there and he would hit every once in a while he'd drink enough to hurt your feelings he'd yeah. hit you with, like it'd be me and him drinking at like 2 a.m and he'd just turn to you and hit you what is that is that his article anyway um Oh, so wait, what was I going to say? Come about see. swimming. <laughs> what was I saying? He's Kyle Cease swimming. Kyle Cease. Motivational speaker. Oh, Kyle Cease started having panic attacks. This is why he's a motivational speaker now. He was having panic attacks before he did his half hour comedy percent, percent special presents. And, and he don't read it. Listen to the story. He thought he his panic attack made him think, what if I pass out? Can you make yourself pass out? Now, I wonder if there's a, you know what the yips are, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if you get the yips with swimming and for unlearn how to swim. No. Why not? That'd be like getting the yips with like walking. But the yips show up. Swimming yeah, if you were like a competitor, define swimmer. the yips to anyone. The yips is uh, I don't know. The best way to describe it is like a let's say like a pitcher. I I don't know. It's tough. Type to in describe. type in the yips. It's like so. Let's say like a starting quarterback, Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz, incredible quarterback for the Did Eagles. He, have the yips? he got he hurt his knee, and then just kind of nice. I said pitcher, and that's the. Pit. The yips are involuntary wrist spasms that occur most commonly when golfers are trying to putt. However, the yips can also affect people who play other sports such as cricket, darts, and baseball. It was once thought that the yips were always associated with performance anxiety. So the yips is a real thing? Type in examples of yips. Is it the Mayo's Clinic? Yeah symptoms <laughs> so the bottom the the google search was did chuck knoblock get over the yips chuck knoblock had the yips i guess he must have been the number one it's oh so it's just in your wrist thank god so i was like i wonder if you get the yips from stand-up yeah I but it's, it's also kind of in like your brain common, too the most yeah, common, common thing symptom associated with the yips is involuntary muscle jerk although some people experience tremors twitches spasms or freezing probably freezing is the one that so i had <clears throat> i had a mild version of the yips in high school and it's and i couldn't play third base because of it mm. but I, the yips for me were mental yeah i think the the yips is like just a common phrase for like fucking up or choking so wait like out of nowhere choking like you you're having like i was watching you watch once upon a time in queens yet it's a no. new 30 for 30 on the mets like the 86 mets like Doc Gooden and fucking Strawberry. Great. I forgot Dykstra. they were Mets. I forgot they were Dykstra. Mets. Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra was Hilarious, the best dude. before. No, he rules now. 
He's out of control. Is he really? Dude, look at his Twitter's like Trump rules. <laughs> <laughs> He's just wild. Uh but yeah, the Doc Gooden. He's pitching 85. He's he's unbelievable, unhittable, like 1.5 ERA through like 30, like crazy. Yeah. And then middle of the season, he starts getting the yips a little. And that's how it happens. Type in Doc Gooden yips. I want to see. But it. it was, I mean, his yips were like he lost two games. Oh. And you know, it's a documentary. They're playing it up. But like the yips. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch it, it it's today. It's so good. I'm going to watch that today. It's so Doc good. Doc Gooden yips. I mean, I think his, I think him and uh, go for videos. I want to watch him have the yips. I, I I'm not sure you would be uh, able yeah, to see it. I'm sure it would it. just be him giving up a hit. It's funny. Um, I had uh, one of the trip flip families we took was to Arizona. Two young men, both like 15. You put them in like a fucking salt mine. Fi- no, we got. We got a <laughs> what lot did of you do to these people? Fifteen six. 15, 17, maybe the, yeah. the boys really cool, really cool dad, Wait, really so great it was, mom. It was a family. It was a family. We okay. did, did an RV. I think <laughs> we walked, we, we, we spent the night on the, on the rim of the, of the, of yeah. the, uh, the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. We, we spent the night on the rim. We pulled in at night. We parked the fucking thing. These it's an Indian reservation. They allow us access, right? Very cool. But they back us in with flashlights, and we're out there. We you can't see a fucking thing. And we wake up the next morning, and we are ten feet. We had been fucking around ten feet from the edge of the yeah. fucking thing. We're like, oh, yeah, like we could have fucking fallen off. Like no, we're like fucking around, running around. And so, uh, but one of the kids, we go to play. We stay at a campsite one night, and we're playing wiffle ball, and they're both into baseball. And one of the kids is like, oh, yeah, my brother's got the yips. And I go, what? And he goes, ah, you'll see. And he's like, and he couldn't throw the ball. Charles Barkley is the best example. You ever see his Charles swing? Barkley's golf swing? You ever see his golf is swing? Is that the yips? That's the yips. He goes back and then he goes, yeah, that's the yips. Charles Barkley's golf swing I, I is I always thought that insane. yips was just strictly mental. I think, well, I think it is. Charles Barkley's got a new golf swing. Charles Barkley might be one of my favorite He's people. awesome. Him and Shaq. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the yips, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. What time is it? Close. One thirty. Yeah, yeah, I got it's time. getting close. Does, it doesn't look like he hits it very far either. Do you think he does that on purpose? No. But he, does. he is a big dude. Have you seen a picture of him? Him and I, I Shaq just, I just with met the him. rock. I, I, I saw him at a great. That's swing. a beautiful swing. He's got a thick ass, dude. Walks around weird. <laughs> he's fucked up. Yeah. He's Jesus fucked Christ. Up. He looks like an alien. <laughs> he, does, he does not look right. Wait, go back. I want to see that video Charles again. Charles Barkley looks crazy. I, I like his new golf swing. Dude, I, I ran into him at an airport uh, at the beginning of COVID. Yeah. And I sat, I like, it, it was early in the morning. So I was like, yo, what's up, fan, all that. And then I get to wherever I was going. I forget where I was going. And then I looked at the news and they were like, does Charles Barkley have COVID-19? <laughs> I was like, I just, what the fuck? And then they never released his uh, his test results for like three weeks. I uh, I just got tested this morning. 
for the I have to get tested for the screening. Mm. And I come out and Leanne's like, when's the screening? Tomorrow. You excited? No. 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 I mean, no, because I'm not I'm not a good, you know, judge of type in Charles Barkley. Have you seen this picture of Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley's fifty eight and that's what he looks like? No way. I didn't think he was fifty eight. His ass and Shaq and The Rock. Have you seen this? No, they probably dwarf The Rock. Look at how small The Rock is. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. I mean, Shaq is a. That's not real. That's a real picture. That how tall is The Rock? Six three. Uh, six two, I think. All right, that might be real. The Rock's a big man because Barkley's six six. It just said. The Rock is my okay. No, see, he's only, okay. Okay, he's an in, that's a, no, that's a pumped up Hollywood number. He's not really six five. Okay, he, if he was six I've, five, he would have started at Miami. I've stood next to him, and he's like, he's he's my height. Okay, type in The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. Find out Mark Wahlberg's height real quick. <laughs> type in the because you know Mark Wahlberg's got to be five nine, five eight, five eight. Yep. And then Mark Wahlberg and The Rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> so five eight six five. This better be monumental okay not in a movie because they're gonna okay that's that's, that's looks, real walking the rock that's, looks preposterous that's real walking he looks like a fucking idiot Wait, who's the who's the other dude in that picture what's his name i know that guy a- anthony anthony anderson anthony mackey <laughs> is a good laugher we did really? a we i did a show one of my one of my buddies omar dorsey was producing a show called the cut and it was basically what the what there you go that's a Wahlberg, The Rock, and Shaq. Okay, but that's the same picture. Just so we're clear, The Rock is not six. The Rock's not even close to six five. No, if because Charles is six six and he's leaning, and he's old. Yeah. Charles is probably taller than six six. I could have sworn it, it was has lit. to be. I know you'd think he'd be six nine. Hold on, if Mark Wahlberg's look five, up eight. Charles Barkley's height, he can't be six six. By the way, I'm by the way I'm friends with The Rock, so let's let's stop talking shit about The Rock. Is he? Are you? Yeah, you want to hear my his voice message? No, I saved it. I saved it. <laughs> you said no. <laughs> uh, by the way, though, I remember the first time I got retweeted by The Rock. I lost my goddamn shit. Really? I lost my. I've I've shit. vocally been against The Rock. How have you? Can you possibly be vocally against The Rock? Because he like brags about waking up early and lifting. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're not one <laughs> inch apart. So, but but that's that's his gig. I know that's his gig. I, look, it came from a place of insecurity clearly well oh well no i i do have i'm, I'm a little correct on something okay i'll tell you what i'm guilty of talking shit about kevin hart i talk shit about kevin hart but but not talk shit it was meant to be a joke the same way i talk shit about i, I mentioned Mulaney and the same thing yeah. that rant that you do with friends then you try it on stage and it just doesn't come out right and by the way then then you realize you're totally inaccurate about all the shit you're saying because it, it was all the hardest working man in show business stuff. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, what about the luck? Because I know a lot of it's luck, you know? And then you realize, oh, it's not. It, it can't just be luck. There's sure. a lot of lucky people that also I'll don't. I'll tell you what I didn't like about The Rock. What? Was I was like waking up hungover and looking at Instagram. And there'd be a guy like, 530, I'm in the Iron, Iron Paradise. Iron Paradise. And then he'd be like, cheat day. I'm eating cookies. I'd be like, all right, dude, just eat the cookies. Don't take a picture of it. I love his cheat days. Type in The Rock's cheat day. I love his cheat day. You like day. this? Just be. Just I do the cheat it. day. I do it all the time. Yesterday, I am always cheating. You know what I did yesterday? I increased the size of my fork. 
I started using a sur- serving fork. To Ooh, eat. yeah. Fill your mouth. It's like it's like you ever. This is what it, I can remind. It'll remind you of. You ever been putting away Thanksgiving dinner, and you take a scoop of mac and cheese with the serving spoon, and you go, "That is the bite I've been needing my whole fucking life." Yeah. And I went through my fridge and I took bites with the serving fork of everything, and then. It's like fuck it. My wife calls. She goes, "Have you eaten?" And I was in the middle of eating, and I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Oh, never mind." I go, "Wait, wait, wait. Pretend I haven't eaten. What's up?" She was like, "You want to go get ice cream?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah." Okay. It's like, it's like when you said, "Do you want to drink yeah. today?" I go, "Yeah, I want yeah, ice cream." Yeah, yeah. Went to Baskin Robbins, got a double scoop of Reese's and Snickers, and I fucking tore it up. I had ice cream all over my beard. I was sticky. That's gay. I was the fucking best. It was the best. <laughs> Well, look at i don't box. like it. you know what i don't like i think what i don't like about it is when guys are like sexual about their food you know really like the rock like film be like look at this oh let's see it yeah oh. I, that's dude that's every day welcome to my iron paradise that's every day <laughs> that i eat pizza see that's the problem with doing a bit about <laughs> the rock is you're gonna come off like you don't like the rock until you find the middle ground where it shows that you love the rock obviously the rock's awesome He's the fucking greatest. There's no question The Rock is awesome. Although I did like Mankind. Him and Mankind used to fight, and I was a Mankind fan. And all my friends liked The Rock. I wonder if I could do The Rock's tattoo. You could pull off a Simone tattoo. Oh, you want it? Here, before we go. Yeah. This has been bothering me. There's a show called Impeachment. Let's see it. On FX. But no, it's about Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. So me and my lady are watching this. And I'm sitting there talking to my lady, and I'm like, because she was disparaging monica and i I was like i met monica let me tell you this if you were in the oval office just you and bill clinton in 93 or 94 you're sucking his dick yeah and this is a and i was like i think you need to and i was demanding i was like you need to admit to me that you would give bill clinton head in 1993 and she was like no i wouldn't that's gross and i was like lady you sucked my dick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna blow uh, Bill. 93, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. 93 in the Oval. The most charming man around. In Probably one of the funnest guys to be in around. In the Oval Office. He's the guy where you go, where you sit down with him and he goes, uh, and you get a few drinks with him and he's like, I don't know. Trump's all right. Don't you think? Yeah, dude. I mean, and the also, guy really killed it. I'll tell yeah. you what, George W. and his daddy, I like both of them. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, imagine the audacity of your woman looking you in the face saying she wouldn't give Bill Clinton head in the Oval Office in 93. Or whenever that was. God, Fucking I liked Bill Clinton. I really liked Bill Clinton. You did? I voted for him. I voted for him in my fraternity house and everyone voted for his Bush. George, George Bush. And they mocked me. And I was like, I was like, how the fuck do you not like Bill Clinton? I was like, he plays fucking saxophone. It worked. He tricked you. Oh, fucking love that guy. <laughs> and then, and then the Lewinsky thing happened. We were in North Carolina writing a script, and that's when they did the whole impeachment thing. And he, yeah. he admitted it. I remember with my friends, graduated college with my 97 probably, uh, admitted it. I moved to LA to start a TV show. Fucking third night there, Monica Lewinsky walks into my bedroom. Hi, they said you have beer in here. I was like, I, I, I do. I said, you're, you're Monica. And she goes, yeah. You gave head. You're that lady who gave head once. By the way, she was so fucking cool. I bet. 
She was so fucking cool. It's funny to be fit. Like she's famous for giving head once. Well, and it's, getting like a cigar. What's funny. Person. What's funny is getting. <laughs> yeah. But what's funny is the, I, I don't know if the word is right. The comeuppance, meaning the way that the society has shift. So Monica Lewinsky does that. Everyone hates her fucking guts. And then all of a sudden they realize, wait, the people that hated her guts were bad for hating her guts. Now we flip it. She celebrated Paris Hilton, Britney Spears. They trash him. You're a whore. You're bad for our children. All of a sudden they flip it and they're like, how dare you have ever made a joke calling sure. her a whore? And sure. you're like, wait, what fucking, because I'm the age where I go, I moved to New York and started comedy when all those people showed up. And now I'm still in comedy going, that was, I mean, I, I didn't just, I, don't, I didn't have political jokes, nor did I have those type of jokes, but that was fair fucking game back in the day. Of course. It still is. It's still funny. I think so. Going on and be like, you know who's a whore? Ladies who give head. <laughs> everyone's like, this guy's out of his mind. This guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny that everybody criticized her for giving head. It's yeah. Like, dude. By the way. Like, what a slut. It's like, yeah. That, you know what's funny? That was what my lady was trying to say. She was like, I, w- I wouldn't hook up with a guy who's married. And I was like, he's the president of the United States. And then I started trying to argue that my girlfriend would blow Trump. <laughs> All right, pull up, pull up. Married huh? heads of state that we would fuck. Married Well, first off, every, of state. every president's been married except no, me and you. Jimmy Married Clark. female heads of state. Female? Just type in female heads of state. They're all married, I'm sure. That's it. That's this it. is crazy. You guys with your Googling. Yeah, you're we got to stop doing you, this. Both of you guys. The conversation's totally fucking taking a turn. Everyone's like, stop fucking Googling. No, Talk no, to no, him. no. It's good. This is good. But you guys are bad at Googling. <laughs> you couldn't list your of appointed <laughs> female heads of state. <laughs> click images. Just click images. AOC. AOC. Smash or pass. Yes, I would have... I would do whatever she wanted. Yeah. Okay. What if What if she says, I'll have sex with you, but I need you to commit. Give me all your votes for the rest of your life to vote the way I want them to go. Yeah. <laughs> voting? You think I give a fuck about voting? Whoa. These are female world leaders. Not great. I'll be honest. Okay. No, this is the ones we're looking for. Yo, though. Angela Merkel could get it, dude. Germany's chancellor Ooh, or whatever. Do they still go by she? chancellors? Yeah. Yeah. Who's Germany's yeah, chancellor? You would want it. You would eat your ass. For real? Yeah. Angela Merkel? Yo, she's a babe. <laughs> <laughs> Dime, dude. Fuck yeah. Merkel. She could get it. Merkel could get it. Uh, although I will say, that I think Finland or Norway, one of the Scandinavian countries went with like an all-female uh, leadership. And they like, uh, not okay. her. She can get it too. Not that unit. That lady looks like fucking... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Here's the babes, dude. Whoa. Finland. Whoa. Holy shit. Finland. Finland with the babes. God damn. I'm fairly certain these group of hot women ran the country into the ground. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) This is their government. No. No fucking way. And don't get me wrong, dude. I think they're not doing great. No. Type in (laughs) in Finland. Type in Finland COVID numbers. You know, these girls are like, no, bottles are fine. It's no happy way, hour. Dude, it's those, five o'clock somewhere. Women are all about the lockdown. Dude. Finland, no. Finland's numbers are up. Again, they're spiking. Oh, that's world cases. It was like oh. 4.5 million deaths in <laughs> Finland. <laughs> 1,051 deaths. Not bad. That's not bad. 
Well, it's so cold. Everyone's got fucking scarves on and they're inside. Just get it. Finland's fucking leadership numbers are. Type in those leaders again. I want to get to know them. Yeah. Right. I'm going <clears throat> the leader, the brunette queen. She's bae. Okay. I was actually torn between the blonde and the one on the one. Okay. Well, let's just name them as in their SNL chicks. Okay. Or or female True. comedians that we know. Tina that looks Faye, like Nicole Kidman. Amy Poehler. Yeah. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Nicole Kidman, and Chelsea Peretti. Well, where's Nicole Kidman? The dead middle center. Middle center right to the left. That's I thought Kidman. we were doing comedians. I wouldn't. Ah, have whatever, her. whatever. Who did you call her? <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it started it started like cancel culture <laughs> <laughs> we're drinking vodka i'll fuck the fucking <laughs> prime minister <laughs> this podcast is derailed so bad i'll fuck oh, Amy polar oh oh <laughs> yeah, by the way i would fucking, totally i think yeah, Amy Poehler is so sexy let's pull up female comedians <laughs> pt in five minutes just so you know. oh are you serious yeah, yeah. All right. All right, we should fucking wrap this up. Okay, let's we do should rank dudes. We should let's do rank let's rank dudes. Hottest guys. Hottest guys. Um hottest guys in comedy in New York. I think I think Soder. He's like my closest. Mark Norman's player. up there. Norman's a dreamboat. Yeah. Soder's it. I think Soder's like cute and goofy. Soder's type in type ten top ten attra- most attractive male comedians. Oh, is it well? Let's and let's the see if we agree. have changed in the last couple of years. Uh I'll tell you who I'll tell you who. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, all these guys. Oh, it's going to be Pete Davidson. They think uh, Ryan Reynolds is a comedian. Tosh. Pete Davidson's good looking. Tosh is good looking. Berbiglia. Look at Berbiglia up there. Berbiggs is that's fucking. preposterous. Berbiggs is. It's outrageous. Daniel Tosh is up there. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think. You didn't even Damon think Damon Wayans. Guys. I didn't think black guys. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking white guys. Because I'm thinking. You were thinking normal who comedians. Who I'd fuck. You were thinking normal, regular comedians. <laughs> Damon Wayans. Black comedians. Who's more attractive? Dave Chappelle. By the way, we guys just stopped. This is the dumbest yeah. fucking thing. This is us ruining our careers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, this has been a great podcast. Thanks for doing it. Congrats yeah. on the special. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. No, I, I, I appreciate you I doing appreciate this. I appreciate it. I'm glad we got fucking a little buzzed. Yeah. Enjoy Corolla. Corolla's. <laughs> Look, don't watch my special. Watch the next Adam Carolla special or episode. <laughs> It'll be great. I'm going to pretend I'm not drunk the whole time. So just, like, just lean into it and go, I'd love to try some of your Mangria. Really? Yeah. Is, is he going to have drinks in the studio? You, you can know? get Mangria. He'll have you. He's, he has a. I don't even, I've never even heard of Mangria. It's his, it's his made up word. Sa- sangria line. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, nice. I would love. Hey, you got a cold beer or a fucking. Like, do man shit. All right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Uh, this is great. You're the man. You're the man. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.